0: Experience. Pat Mayo experience. Pat Mayo experience. Experience. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, the flagship show of NFL season, week one, spread picks, preview, game previews that is. We're doing this a bit early, so obviously the spreads are going to change. All spreads provided by DraftKingsSportsBook.com, the show presented by DraftKings. So what you need to do, along with your survivor picks for the week, is we're still alive, and as long as we're alive, we'll be making survivor picks out there. And one of us on this show actually had a perfect season like three years ago and didn't win any money off it, which is hilarious. Either way, smash the like button for the episode in the comment section. Please tell me your favorite spread or over-under of week one also as is tradition if you're new to the spread pick show we need the viewers out there to help us catalog the best moments of the spread pick show throughout the season so if there is a moment you find particularly noteworthy that you want to see in a best of at the end of the year just write in the time code and a reference point in the comment section and boom We're on our way. makes it really easy for us to gather all of this information in December when, like, we don't give a shit anymore and want to go on holiday. Also, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review because I got some giveaways for you out here. But first, let's introduce the team. We have Jeff Feinberg in studio back again.
1: Excited. Football season. I was in a dark place, but I think I'm seeing the light. I'm excited again for... For football and uh, all the weirdness.
0: Uh, anyone who's uh, coming over from the golf show knows this is now the NFL show. However, you and I will be getting back together twice from now until the end of the year for golf picks. One of them will be next Monday for the U.S. Open picks. And then once again on the Monday of the Masters for our Masters picks. Other than that, it's going to be strictly football with us. If people didn't know. I joined the team over at FTN Network along with Brad Evans and Jeff Radcliffe and Elliot Christ. And I got some giveaways for that. So, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com, FTNFantasy.com. Here's what you do um, FTNBets.com has an awesome tools package. If anyone knows me from golf, I always hawk fantasynational.com, which everyone should go become a member of, by the way, fantasynational.com/slash mayo for a discount. But at FTNBets.com, they have a site shopping app for any of like bets you want to make so if you want to go arizona versus san francisco just plug in arizona versus san francisco where's the best line you want a prop there's the line plus all of the trends tools pace tools everything like that it's not about picks it's about you accessing research very easily and that's always the thing that i i don't want to have 25 tabs open at the top of my screen i'd like to go to one place and that's what ftnbets.com is so The same thing applies to FTNDaily.com for daily fantasy and season-long type tools as well. Lineup generators, optimizers, pace tools, situational stats, all of that stuff. So if you go to FTNBets.com and get a football package, use code Mayo, by the way, and you buy one of those packages and you screenshot it to me, I'm going to draw one lucky person out there from... The FTNbets.com package and one from the FTNdaily.com package using promo code MAYO for your discount, and you will be refunded your money. I will be announcing the winners on this show next week. All you got to do is screenshot your purchase to me, tweet it at me, email it to the Pat Mayo experience at gmail.com, Instagram it to me, Facebook to me. I'll find it. But that way, that gets you in the draw so I can refund you your money if you end up winning. Jeff, I had Rob Pozzola in the studio yesterday to talk about the basics of NFL gambling. You can find that in the description of this podcast and video right now. We're up on Mayo Media Network, which everyone should go subscribe to. Brand new channel. We need your help. Sorry for the long preamble here at the top. It's week one. This is what we got to do. You can use the time codes and fucking skip ahead if you want to. But at the same time, it's the exact opposite of what we're going to be talking about on this show. Mm -hmm. But if you're actually serious about betting on the NFL, I... Highly suggest people go listen to that.
1: Yeah, I have known Rob for a really long time. I listened to a good majority of it, and I I enjoyed it. Rob's able to deliver that information and not make it feel as boring as a lot of people who do deliver uh that same like analytics
0: analytical type takes who talk about modeling. Yeah, Rob is an excellent guest, and actually articulating what you actually need to know about football betting and the right way to do it. The wrong way to do it is how we do it, where it's like Miami Dolphins are. Eight and 34 in their past 38 home games over the past 30 years. That actually has no relevancy, as it turns out. Apparently now, not. Although it doesn't. How could it? Different players. It's like college football stats, like year to year. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. But they make n- nice things to click on on the internet. People love writing columns like that when it comes to quote unquote trends about football. But I highly suggest everyone go check out that show too. There's a DraftKings strategy show that I put up over the weekend on the pod feed and on Mayo Media Network. Uh and the last thing, the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League we got a listeners league for football. None for golf. Maybe there will be for US Open. None for the Safeway Open this week. But you can find the link to that in the description of this video and podcast. It's filling quickly. There's 4,000 spots, $15 to play, three max entry. And the best part? No rake in that tournament, which makes it actually the best tournament on DraftKings. Flat payouts, too. It's pretty awesome. Let's get to the rest of the team. The third member of the team last in spread picks from a year ago. The coin. The coin had a bad year. It was the defending champion. I think its head got too big. Lots of tails. The head got too big for it. But the coin uh, had a really good 2018. Had a very poor 2019. Looking for a rebound this year from the coin. What do you think? Good or bad year for the coin? It'll
1: probably be a good year for the coin. And if you're new to the show, uh, just a heads up, the coin isn't the person who went undefeated and didn't win any money. As you might think, it would be hard for the coin to win the money
0: well it, the coin can only make 50 50 decisions so unfortunately yeah. the coin does not make any survivor picks or suicide pull picks or lock in super locks uh but it does pick the games either this side or this side home team or away team is just the way to do it now the guy that actually went 16 and 0 17 and 0 to be perfectly honest with you during his survivor and didn't actually play it in any of his real leagues because he's a phony it is tim Undergust.
1: tim under gust. <laughs>
2: That is not my name, Phony but, uh,
0: Big Fat nope. Phony. Yo, that thats your deflection, an elf impression, a bad elf impression.
2: What can I say? I've had some, uh, I have had some perfect uh, suicide survivor years. I've had some imperfect ones, but I'm I'm excited for football. I'm excited for some picks. We'll get into this week and you know, week by week as we go through the year. Some weeks you got no feel for anything. You feel like you hate every game. I thought that would be the way week one is it often is for me week one is loaded with value if you know where to find it if you have eyes to see it uh, you can uh, you, you can make the books pay uh, this week if, if you're both prudential enough to, to listen to what we're saying and gutsy enough to make the bets you uh, you can come home big this week. One of the big things that you should know about this spread pick show is don't follow any of the best, because they're god awful picks. Looking at last year,
0: we all paid at least the vig, and most of us just lost. I mean, no one's actually going to bet all 16 games on a football slate, but as the as the show goes, we pick all 16 games. Uh, last year, Cam I, does. Can't yes, Cam does bet <laughs> all 16 games plus all the side action, plus all the props, plus all the totals. Not a great strategy in terms of being a plus ev better but at the same time uh when it comes down to this uh we look at it last year i won the spread picks overall jeff came in second tim came in third and the coin came in last although cuss has a thing at the very end whether it be parlays whether it be teasers he calls them free money over the past four years his parlays and free money teasers are a hilarious six and 71 tim that's an impressive very impressive
2: well, I guess we got to uh, add 17 to the win column here. That's what we're going to do. You're going to, even if you get, went through,
0: uh, and you give away one on Thanksgiving, so let's make it 18 and eighteen. 0. And let's say you get all the play, the first two rounds of the playoffs correct too. We'll get it up to 20. You'd be 26-71 and 71 if you had a perfect season.
2: Yeah, it's sort of like how Tony Gwynn would have to come back in the league and strike out 500 times in a row or something to be close to league average.
0: There we go but
2: you're, you're the opposite yeah, Wynn, you're the opposite
0: what do you... you're you're the opposite of tony Gwynn.
2: yeah i mean i well it's true he was looking for a cni single uh to between the shortstop and the third baseman i'm just taking hacks at the plate you're not even really Gass- taking ha-
0: you're not even really taking I, hacks though you're making like 7. point teasers that pay like plus 300
2: i have the cedo gas approach i see that first pitch and i swing as hard as i can
1: do you are you gonna are you going to start the season like calm and collected with these, or try to win everything back from your horrendous no, last no, year, no like I'm, out of the gate?
2: No, believe me, I, I think I limited it to five on this parlay, and I saw oh, so, it. so it's a parlay, not even a teaser now. It's, sorry, it's a it's a, it is a teaser. It is a six and a half point tease. But my goodness, I could have put a lot more. Te- <laughs> I had to be discriminating to decide which teams not to put in. That's how much confidence I have in this week. Well, you know who to to feed this week.
1: Most people would say, even like the experts, the super sharp podcast people, like this week, like there's so many variables that are kind of unknown. There's such a level of sloppiness. We'll probably see even in things as simple as center quarterback exchanges, uh, special team snaps, like God forbid, if you've got a rooting interest, like you are on the right side of. The 50 50 plays that will make or break the game uh, that will be like horrific in nature, uh, like embarrassing uh, from the teams that do make them, like I said, special. I think we're going to see some horrendous special teams exchanges and some even like normal quarterback center exchanges like just hit the carpet quarterback running back exchanges is
0: is there any sort of team that you're leaning towards as being more prepared there's not a team in particular but do you think the continuity matters in week one if a you know quarterback has been in that system for eight years they have the same offensive line basically like atlanta for example who just seems to have almost all of the same pieces would you favor that sort of team over a team like carolina that has a new quarterback a new head coach that maybe it was more difficult to implement that stuff during a shortened offseason in yeah. week one, at least?
1: Yes, I would agree, but I would... I'm a- not
0: saying either way. I'm just saying, no, do you think that has an effect? No, I think you
1: do have to... You know, I'm not looking to necessarily pick on them, but they definitely had a harder time installing a new offense. Like, installation in the NFL is incredibly complicated. It doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen, honestly, over a period of, like, two months. They no, need every... The- Hold on. They need every minute that they can get. That being said, a team like Carolina, they could be incredibly hard to game plan for them because what tape are you even like looking at and preparing for week one? Per se,
0: sure. No, no I, I completely agree. I don't know which way it swings, but I think we're going to see some teams show up in week one and look like crisp, and other teams are going to look fucking lost. And yeah. It's not going to be who we necessarily expect from
1: it. Yeah, and and I think we kind of talked about it on our season win total shows, which there's still plenty of oh, yeah. time go, to go, go check. Those are in the description go watch too. Go them. check like, those out. We, Have a laugh. Me and you were both pretty confident. Like of all the randomness that's going to happen, like the Vikings will show up prepared to play football because they're coached by Mike Zimmer, and that's just how it's going to happen.
0: Tim, do you have any sort of particular insight? Do you think this is going to be like the UFC where like 10 minutes before game time, it's going to be like, oh, this guy has COVID, he's out?
2: No, I think the last sentence Jeff said was what I was going to say, which is that I think the teams that are best coached, irrespective of whether a newish coach or a long-term coach, will make the difference. I think that the Texans, having had Bill O'Brien for several years, is puts them in a worse position than Carolina does with Matt Rule, for example. Plus, but in the end, these are all pros and professionals. And so I don't expect it to be like a blooper reel either. Yeah. There'll be some mistakes, but it won't be comical in, in the main. And I I think it's, it's a, people are trying to look too hard for sort of the easy explanation for how this week will break out. And I, I think like you said, we don't know what could happen. So just play the, the board based on what you think these teams are and sort of leave that stuff to the side and, the chips will fall where they may.
1: Can I ask? Over the course of the year, are you going to be hesitant to make a bet on a number you really like early in the week because of, say, COVID potential? No.
2: If it's a number I, if it's like, an, if it's a number I like, I'm going to hit it. Yeah, I, yeah and I would get agree burned with that. A couple of times, that's true. And after I people get burned a few times, that'll that that'll stop I'm, happening. I'm. I i do not know. I could see a situation in week five or six where the books don't hang lines to like Friday. Not happening. They they get burned several
0: times. Too it's
2: not like they're actually getting burned. Like there's the, it's not like one game swings a week for a sports book. It just one happen. game doesn't, but if it happens a lot over like four or five weeks, I can see hesitancy. But that's assuming worst case scenario and we're gonna proceed as if that's not gonna happen. So
1: I plan on proceeding as normal. I have not real concerns. I think they'll go along just fine. Like Tim sort of said, I'll have to get burned before I'm going to consider changing an approach of making a bet on a number that I'm confident will, will move.
0: So once again, uh, the giveaways are ftnbets.com, ftndaily.com. You can find both links in the description of this video and podcast. You use code Mayo, you get yourself a discount. You buy that package, you screenshot it at me, wherever I am, wherever you can contact me, you're in a draw to get that package for free, get your money right back to you. So it's a fantastic package that you're going to want for research purposes. If you're actually serious about betting on Football, or if you're serious about playing DraftKings football this season, or if you have a season-long fantasy league that's worth a ton of fucking money, you're gonna want those tools because they make everything so easy to actually research, both for both picks and actual in-game stuff as well. So, highly suggest you do that. Ftnbets.com, FtnDaily.com. Let's go Thursday night game. Uh, if people know the show, we don't really break down the Thursday night game because most people listen to it after that. But either way, Kansas City is favored at home. By 9 points, 54.5 is the new adjusted total. It was 54 earlier this morning. It's up to 54.5 right now. Uh, Last year, teams that were favored by at least 7 points with an over-under over 50 points were just 1-6 against the spread. The only one to cover that was the Chiefs in Week 2 against the Raiders. So I guess the way that you need to look at it here is... Is this a situation where the Chiefs just coming off the Super Bowl, they're at home, go pedal to the metal? I know that it's not. Do they have fans in Kansas City? Are some, are some stadiums yes. letting fans in?
2: Yeah, they're one of the few that are. They're going to have 22%. How you come up with that number? I have no idea. <laughs> but 22% uh, fan attendance at this game on opening night.
1: Is the secondary market hot because there are so few tickets or there isn't really you know, a secondary stub, market? I don't know. I, I guess no... StubHub is
0: probably. I don't know. They probably have to reserve those for... I know I I have a season ticket holder. Yeah.
1: I know someone that's a season ticket holder of a team and he got contacted uh, to see if he would like to attend games, forgetting the fact he can't even cross the border. Yeah.
0: If you're, because we're like, if you live in Toronto and you have bill season tickets, you can't actually go to the games legally because you can't go into the States.
1: (laughs) Uh, But I don't think Buffalo is allowed. I don't know. Each, no,
2: New York State's not allowing for the first couple. I think there's only like a handful of teams Kansas City, Miami, Jacksonville uh i'm sure there's one or two more uh, one or two more but there's not very many
1: so how distraught is a uh, mailman ed
2: his name is fireman ed and we will talk about the jets later on this is not jets talk radio this is my afc championship game we're talking about now oh yeah i forgot about that i we both uh both tim and i
0: did pick the texans to win this division um is it going to be a situation where Kansas city just gets up by a bunch or is it like reminiscent of the playoff game from last year where Kansas city was like, yeah, we'll spot you 20 points. Don't worry about it. Then we'll just come back and blow the doors off of you. I just don't see how they stop Kansas city in this game, but do they have the juice to keep up on the scoreboard and like backdoor this nine, that would be the way I would take Houston. It's weird. I don't have like a lean in this game. Like it's not, I'm probably just not going to bet it.
1: <laughs> I like Houston. Well, give me, thing. give me nine points. You want the nine? Yeah, I think Kansas City is everything they're being talked up to be. But I'll take nine points on Thursday night in a playoff revenge spot. And there's like a stank on Houston that I'm not fully buying. You mentioned you've picked them to win the division. Um, I, you know, because everyone knows the coach sucks. They traded what's perceived in, to be their.
0: In their- fairness, Bill O'Brien, better coach than GM. Much more abysmal as a GM than he is as a coach. For whatever yeah. reason, he gets his team to, to the playoffs every single year. They I'm just saying.
2: That, that's that's despite him, not because of well, him. There's a is stank. The only well, there's still, they're still doing it. There's a this stank the on this I team.
1: Uh, I, I'm going to take nine to start this season.
2: How many games am I going to get Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller and J.J. Watt fully healthy? Very few. Give me the Texans. I think they're live to win the game, even though I'm not going to pick them to win the game, but I'm Tower. taking the points.
1: Is this no, making no. your teeth? This will this probably the be the teaser?
2: most po- no. This will probably be the most popular suicide pick of the week. I'm guessing. It's not mine, obviously but I am taking the Texans. It is the largest
0: spread of the week. So yeah, I can see that. Uh, Generally speaking, not that I have a great stellar track record of Survivor, but I try to stay away from the Thursday game in Suicide Pools just because even though it is, remember when the Patriots got waxed by the Chiefs on Thursday night like three years ago? Everyone was just, I think the Patriots were favored by like 10 in that game. Just some teams don't show up on Thursday nights, week one, like it's just, they don't care. The, The Chiefs are gonna be fine whether they win or lose. I'm gonna take Houston as well. Um, I can see Kansas City winning by like 50. Of course. The the nine is a lot a lot of garbage time there. It's not like the Chiefs' defense is any good. It's not. Nope. So yeah, I I kind of buy your argument. Everyone is healthy for the Texans. It's not going to continue that way. You might as well take them while you can. Uh, I don't think that they win, but I think they can backdoor cover this game. Let's go to Sunday. I'm so excited for Sunday. Just to get down, have the eight games on, watch them all at once. It's going to be
1: fucking fantastic. So what are you going to do?
0: I got a place. All
1: right. Cause I know like, well, uh, no, I just know that you, yeah. Like a normal setup. I'm historically. going to, I'm going to my normal setup. Okay, good. That's that's, I'm happy to know you'll be taken care of.
0: Yes. I need to good. watch the games. Yeah. I'm I I live 9 30 AM Mondays on Mayo media network. And then after the fact on demand on the Pat Mayo experience podcast feed with Chris Meaney and Gary and Thorne recapping all the stuff and looking forward to the next week, Cleveland at Baltimore. This is going to be the most popular survivor pick of the week. The Ravens are favored by eight at home. 48 and a half is the over under. I've heard some like people want to get back in on the Browns so, so badly. I don't think this is a great spot for them. Although they have a weird thing where if they can just establish the run with Nick Chubb and just like kind of milk this clock and cut down on the efficiency, like the Ravens were so good last year. It feels like there's, of course they could be as good again as efficient again but it just seems like they're going to regress naturally because it's just so hard to be that good in consecutive years like are they going to score on every opening drive this year probably not probably i not. don't think so and if they don't do that then you have the games a little bit closer it doesn't force teams to play catch up automatically like when you score on your opening drive as often as they did a year ago like you just dig the other teams into holes right away it's like tim's free money teaser record. He's never getting out of it. That's what the Ravens did early. Felt like it. It was just they walked up, boom, and then you're just fucking rattled for the next three rounds. So I think if they can get, if the Browns can get it going on the ground, milk the clock, they have to play this like they are the underdog. Limit the amount of possessions. Potentially get a turnover in this game. I don't think, I don't know. Again, like I, I can't believe Tim is seeing the board as well as this. I think there's a lot of really sharp spreads to start the year, unless, unless you have a lot of conviction either way. I'm leaning Cleveland, but I'd like you to talk me either way.
1: I don't have conviction. I'll just take the eight points. It's week one. It's eight points. There's so many unknowns. Uh, Baltimore. See, it's funny. I'm t- going against Baltimore and Kansas City, but I think the world of both of them and – if we're lucky, that's the AFC title game, the game everyone wanted last year. It's, you know, the last one two-, of the two
2: teams to defeat the Ravens last year in a 14-2 season was the Browns. Uh, this is a divisional game, week one, given too many points. The sharp side is the plus H. Got to take the plus A. don't know how you either, you either bet the Browns, you don't bet this game. Uh, I don't know how you can lay minus eight with the Ravens. Like, you can take the money line and put them in some parlays or teasers, but you're a fool, I think, to, to lay eight points with this team.
0: Well, I guess if you want to lay the eight points with the Ravens, you have to remember that, you know, sometimes they just win by 50 points. Yeah, they're that's good at they that. Do. That's what they do. You know, like, if they get if they get the momentum rolling, like, they don't stop yeah. is the entire thing. Like, But in the final three, three of their last four games last season, which Baltimore was a favorite, the under actually hit them. If the under hits in this game, the Browns are going to cover those eight points unless they're, like, completely inept. Well, you have to think with Stefanski that the Browns got better on
1: offense. I right? would hope so. I'm my
0: Tim Trying to reverse curse, trying to curse Baker Mayfield here as a guy?
1: Honestly, no? my, lo- my logic is kind of the same on both of these games that we've discussed. And I feel like instead of trying to get fancy and be different, I'm just going to stick with the big numbers to start a very weird year. One of them is a revenge game. This is a division game. Uh, I think this could be a really close, entertaining game. And I think Baltimore is amazing. It's going to have an amazing season. And, and again, on, on again, and on or both world games, world. like you, Pat. If Baltimore wins by thirty, I'm not surprised one bit. If KC wins by thirty-one, I'm not shocked at all. That's how amazing both those teams are. Too many points. Start the season. So you're taking Pat. Cleveland. You're switching from Cleveland from Baltimore to Cleveland. Oh, I feel like I. Sorry, I was wrong. I'm always taking Cleveland. I like the points. Okay,
0: so round to Cleveland, except for me. I am actually going to go with the Ravens. I think that they're. Offense just continues to go. And just like Stefanski, first year head coach with this team. Yes, they improved the offensive line, but I trust John Harbaugh to have the team ready to go week one. Ravens, good week one team. Past few years, too. Under Harbaugh, they've just been amazing week one. Just give them all. It's like KC with Andy Reid. Like a lot of time to prep. Let's go. It was last year, Miami,
2: right? It was like a target. Yeah, the Dolphins were trying in that game, as Jeff would say.
1: And then they played Arizona. Yeah, they just. Beat the tar out of everybody last year.
2: Until the back half of the season,
0: then games started to get Actually, progressively their closer.
2: losses came in weeks three and four. Did they? That Those are their, their yeah. only two losses? The Chiefs and Browns back-to-back. Then they didn't lose again until the Titans in the playoffs. Hmm.
0: These, I looked it
2: up. I did some research for the show.
0: Wow, that, that's pretty impressive. So last year, the Ravens were, let's see, 9-5-1 and one against the spread, and they were 6-4-1 and one as a favorite. And as a favorite of seven or more, they were 4-3 against the spread, so... It's tough when you have to lay these large lines. Do You think yeah. they can wax a divisional team? Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to say it's also my... tough
1: because they might not take that guaranteed like field goal. They'll like go for it, and I don't know if that helps you or hurts I, you. I, I think
0: that helps you in a minus eight. I want the team that's going for it and trying to score touchdowns. If you have to cover a big number,
1: yeah, I would. I think I would agree if I had to pick before the game which side of it they'll be on, and you know, well, you know, when betting Baltimore, you're expecting that they're not going to kick the 52 yarder on a fourth and one and a half, even though they got a kicker that can make it.
2: Eagles. Also can't imagine that li- can't imagine that lines minus 8 by kickoff. There's no way. It's just no way.
1: I align with Tim and his confidence, so I'm concerned. <laughs> the coin is going Cleveland as well. It went with KC in the Thursday night
0: game. The only person on KC is the coin. Next game, Eagles at the footballs of Washington. Plus 6 for Washington. The first home dog we've encountered 43 is the over under in this game the over hit in four of haskins last seven starts last season so that was after five straight unders for the footballs before he took over i like washington in this game i think the eagles are really banged up and the biggest thing i saw that they're moving peters back to left tackle now but that offensive line is banged up if there's one thing that the footballs do well they can get to the quarterback their front seven's pretty good And I think they're going to cause just a lot of problems getting to that backfield. Rattle Carson Wentz a little bit, who had been dealing with an injury. This feels like Eagles by three or maybe even just an outright loss. Like, I don't know how the footballs are going to score points exactly. Maybe bombs to Terry McLaurin. Maybe Antonio Gibson's the real deal. I don't know. Just feels like a close game to me. Instead of taking the Browns against the Ravens, I much prefer taking Washington against Philadelphia. I like Washington. It's the first game I actually feel good about plus
1: six. You actually might bet this game.
0: Yeah, I think I can find a better line than 6-2.
2: I said, let's some self-diagnosed Tourette's there for a second. (laughs) Tim, are you on the footballs? No, I'm taking Philadelphia. Uh, Not with a ton of confidence, because I love home dogs in division. So this is very out of my comfort zone to not be taking them. But just I don't see anything. I don't see how Washington's offensive weapons can score enough points to, to win or cover the number. I mean, to cover the number, they probably got to get to, what, 27? What? What are you
3: talking about?
2: Billy can they have score. What are you talking about? They
0: have to get to 27 to cover the six. I kind of think they do. So, so then your favorite bet of the week is team total over Eagles, then? I, I agree. Mean, this was the, what, that is the that is the, that is the only thing that you should be betting this week if you actually think that. This was the make 14th one best over... offense
2: in football versus the 30th best offense. There's such a massive disparity in the quality of offenses in this game by the statistics that it, it Yeah, but what, very what, what, are, what
0: are those statistics telling
2: you? Haskins didn't start till like week 10 last year. It's telling me that Washington doesn't have the talent to keep up with Philly, who's a good team. I'm sorry. I don't think Washington can score between 20 and 24 in this game, and that's what they'd have to do right to cover. Uh, I just I don't see it. So I'm taking I'm taking Philadelphia. The coin. And I'm is, teasing them and oh I'm teasing God. them. They're the first <laughs> part of a five team six and a half point tease. We're taking them down. Take them to plus a point or a half point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually I hate teasing through zero, but it's okay. But, but I'm, but it's I'm a gonna do it first point. pick of the year doing it. it it's a teasing half point right through it, zero. And it's, <laughs> and it's worth doing if it gets you through several key numbers. Another other picks, which it happens to do here. I, I'm feeling the plus 225 now with the way Tim's talking. This
1: this game, to me, reeks of 13 to 10. Didn't they play last year week one, and it was a real sweat job?
2: Yeah, Washington got up big, and then Philadelphia stormed back to take the game.
0: I think the Eagles aren't really going to hit their stride till like week five, six, seven, once everyone gets healthy. Like, they're looking to get... They might cut Elshon Jeffrey. Their right is already out. Their offensive line is banged up. Wentz is hurt, and all they really did... I mean, substantial moves on the defensive side is get slay, which is huge considering that their secondary was god awful last year. But I don't know, it's just, it just feels like that Washington's going to, un- everything that they have in the Arsenal, they're just going to deploy week one. Right, week two, i probably not so high on Washington, but whatever tricks they have up their sleeve. And like you said, weird special team stuff. Steve Sims, both like with trick plays on offense and in the return game, is quite good. And he's just super speedy, a lot of speed on the Washington side. So maybe that gives the Eagles a little bit of fits. I just don't think that they're going to put like, I think the defense on Washington, especially like I said, the front seven is going to keep this a low scoring game. I like the under and I like Washington.
1: I like you sort of alluded to it at the end. I like Washington because I really believe it's a kitchen sink game for Washington and Eagles have shown like, the division never really is too good. They, they just have time. I feel like Washington will feel a lot more desperate in this game, despite me thinking they'll be horrible this year. Um, I like Washington plus the points. I'm taking the underdog, it feels like, everywhere until I don't, which is coming up.
0: Yeah, I actually typed this one into ftmbets.com and trying to find, like, the best spread available. I found a seven out there. I didn't like the juice on it, so I'd probably still take the five and a half. I don't think it was worth it to pay like minus 130, but you can get it or close to like even money on the six and a half at some places. So, again, one of the reasons to get this tool just saves you money. You pay for it and then it saves you money in the long run because you get better lines and better numbers and better VIG on that. So, you're not just wasting it all away. But Washington plus six for me. Indianapolis, Jeffrey. Yeah. Philip Rivers. I'll be busy. S- in Saxonville. <laughs> Jags are eight point underdogs at home with our boy Minchu Walk at quarterback. 45 is the over under in this game. What, what fun stat do I have for this one? I wrote them all down. I'll,
1: I can go first. Uh, go.
0: I'm just, just going to give you the stat right off the hop. The under was one or five and one in Phillip Rivers' last six games as a charger and as a seven point favorite. And Jacksonville isn't likely to help since the beginning of 2018. They averaged just 13.3 points in losses, the second lowest rate in the league. I actually like Jackson Bolt in this game.
1: Cool.
0: I, I think they're going to score points. <laughs> I think with Minshew, Minshew is real sneaky, like garbage time gold here. They could be down like 21 going into the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden he's like running on fourth down for 35 yards. <laughs> I just worry about their ability to actually push it in. But the same, there's one spot in the Saints secondary where they struggle and it's Colts. on it, the Colts. Sorry. Is on the, is on deep passes. And Minshew to Chark is a real thing. And I think he's going to get behind them once, maybe twice. And I just, even with Rivers, like this is a team that wants to slow the game down, run the ball with Marlon Mack, dump it off to their running backs. I don't think they're going to be pushing the pace of this game. I just don't see them being like a super high scoring team. Now, the counter would be that Jacksonville's defense is fucking awful. And you might be able to run it with Marlon Mack and score 40 points anyway. I think if they can keep the Colts to 30, that they'll cover the eight. Lose like 30, 24, that kind of thing. But they'll be down like 30 to 10 most of the game.
1: Okay, you said something two times now. They'll be down 21 and they'll be down 30 to 10. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, they're going to put on a bit of a show.
0: Ah, this is our first Rivers game.
1: They're going to put on a bit of a show. Rivers plays his best <laughs> football, it feels, in, in Jacksonville. Uh, <laughs> now, the Colts are going to win this game. I guess I do need to worry about the backdoor. You, you present the case for that. Uh, but the Colts are going to win this game quite, quite comfortably. There's going to be a, a fire in his ass, and he's got a bad team, and he's going to look good doing it.
2: Well, no.
0: What the, Tim, let me throw this to you then, because there's a lot of concerns about like Big Ben coming back. Maybe he's washed. Isn't Rivers wash?
1: Didn't we yeah, just see we him talked be, up, But didn't did, we talk- We talked we, about this. Yeah,
0: I listen, I, I don't think that Ben is wash, but we just saw evidence of Rivers being fucking terrible last year. So why is he good all of a sudden?
1: Well, put it this way. The guy who- Because I won't get to it later. The person who played left tackle last year for Phillip Rivers isn't on the Chargers and didn't get picked up anywhere in the goddamn league. And that's on the, on the freaking Chargers. He can be Philip Rivers there. Is he washed? I said this about every quarterback that picked a new team, as good as they all were. If Tannehill turns into a wide receiver pumpkin, no one's surprised. If Cam Newton gets hurt and is just injury prone at this point, are you shocked? You're disappointed, but I don't think you're shocked. If Brady finally plays like he's 43, you're disappointed. But can you be that surprised? No. If Bridgewater was just lifted by the great team around him in New Orleans and that coaching staff – are you surprised? No. If Phillip Rivers is just throwing interceptions at nauseam again next year, and he is at the end of the road, and there was no reason for someone to bring him on board. Are can you anyone be realistically shocked? No. But he's gonna have a great day on Sunday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tim, where are you going this? Me me and the coin got Jacksonville. Tim has in Yeah, you're gonna give me eight points in the better quarterback. I better take it. <laughs> minchu walk in your face philip well, this, is,
1: this is a suicide game this is easy you're taking the you're taking the road colts probably yeah really yeah, yeah.
2: i mean i'm not in i should yeah. i was being flippant i'm not in love with this i kind of expect to lose this bet but it's a matter of principle that i'm just not i, I could certainly couldn't pass on two home dogs in a row and certainly not two division home dogs in a row, bigger points Again, new quarterback, new system. I think Minchu's a very underrated quarterback. I I don't know with Phillip. I honestly don't. So give me the eight points. If I lose, so be it. It's a matter of if you bet this type of game over and over and over again, taking the eight points, you will cover more often than you want.
1: I agree with him. And that's a circ- but this is a circumstantial thing. That
2: you love Philip. No, Rivers.
1: that the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> are going to go above and beyond to be horrible, and they'll make their best efforts after they're being embarrassed for being how horrible they are. This game could be like an early, like a wee, a first-month Miami game last year. Yeah, this does Before feel like they could got be like 45 nothing. They're trying to do something deliberately. The family that owns it owns pro wrestling, too. They, they got a plan, and they got a storyline, and they're not going to F it up. They are not going to F it up. They're not.
3: I uh, listen. They're like, not cutting
0: cutting Fournette does not move the needle for me whatsoever. No, they running back. They're, they're exactly pig the same with or yeah, without. Yeah. They might be better with Fournette because now, like the now, now they but it's like the five defensive players. Yeah, it's the defense that worries me. Yes, but the defense was bad last year too, and they were still seven and nine against the spring.
1: And the Colts front seven is outstanding. Do they have back end concerns? Absolutely, but that front seven is absolutely outstanding.
0: Even on all three levels, the Colts defense is they very
1: solid. They don't have the Colts as a team. I mean, it could be quarterback. But they don't have a weakness. I
0: still think that they would have been better off signing Jameis instead of Rivers.
1: I agree because I think Jameis could win MVP just like Tim did last year.
0: No, but I think you're just, just keeping. I for think that, in for twenty.
1: I think in twenty twenty, if Jameis Winston started sixteen games, he can be an MVP. I don't think Philip Rivers has that. So I agree,
0: and I think their downside's exactly the same. Thirty picks.
1: <laughs> that I would hope not with what the Colt structure can 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 give Philip I think he's gonna look
0: I don't think they're gonna ask him to do all that much like i said I think he's gonna turn yeah, no, around but that and game hand the ball they're off.
1: gonna they're gonna like they are going if this gets if this is like a they're 10, gonna try game, to show off
0: if this is like a 10 ten game at half and like
1: Rivers in has trouble to, if in rivers trouble. have to
0: drop back and like throw forty five times he's throwing at least two picks
1: that's what he does he's gonna look good he's gonna look fresh he's gonna look good he's gonna look rejuvenated he's banging a new banging a new girl he's gonna look good <laughs> I mean, sadly he's banging the same girl forever. It's got all the kids, but you know what I mean, in the football sense. He oh just feels God. fresh. All right, you ready? No, we're not there. We're uh, there. We're, oh, yeah, we are.
0: Okay. New York Jumbo Jets. Tim's Jumbo Jets with Postmaster Fred, not even in attendance against New York's real team, the Buffalo Bills, the only team in New York, minus six and a half for the Bills. At home, 39.5 is the over-under. Last year, Buffalo was six and one outright when as a favorite last season. They were only favored in seven games last year. They went six and one overall in those games. Their 85% win rate was only better, bettered by Baltimore when favored in a game. So, Tim, this is your team. I want to hear how there's no way the Jets don't cover the six
2: and a half. I expect us to cover the six and a half. Put it that way, uh, Fireman Ed wouldn't have been at this game anyway. It's in Orchard Park. It's not in. Uh, it's not in Gotham. So your statement to begin with was was wait, foolish. Why uh, he he can't go to Buffalo? That's impossible. He doesn't travel usually on the road. To, uh, is it because he's not?
0: Is it because he has to go like door to door? He's not allowed to like need to leave his neighborhood without being tracked.
2: Let's uh let's it, face the But
0: ma- is his let's ma- face it. is it like one of those things because he's a mailman like you know through sleet and snow you can't stop delivering the mail is it one of those the things Fireman
2: you fool Now let's Paul, face oh, wait, the ma-
0: Paul Paul has a question to start off
3: with I just wanted to say he wouldn't last a minute at uh in that tailgate that old guy come on
2: I've been at that tailgate if I can last at that tailgate he can last at that tailgate Um yeah let's face the matter squarely the Jets' offense is healthy now and is ready to roll. And the the I'm Jets' really offense, tight.
0: hold on. The Jets' offense is not healthy. They signed a player off waivers
2: today. No, and then put them on the IR. All the top receivers are ready to go for week one. All The, the tight end's ready to go. We're, we're healthy. We're ready to roll. We're getting too many points in division. Team, we played week one last year. We're up sixty 0 in the fourth quarter. Sam was sick, and they, they couldn't hold on to the game. Sick. And Buffalo sneaked out a win against us so you know what i'm ready for the rematch you talk about rematch of tight of sorry texans chiefs this is a week one rematch too uh sam's been getting a lot of ink people are getting excited i'm getting excited i woke up this morning it's week one week and i'm oh, thinking about week. Mims and i'm thinking about perriman and i'm thinking about crowder just taking advantage of you know buffalo <laughs> can pay white all they want in the secondary and he can take out uh, Perriman if that's what he sees fit. We are just going to run a conga line through that secondary with the rest of the receivers, and you won't be able to catch us. Uh, I, I expect we should be able to expose what I think is a wholly overrated back, uh, back four in Buffalo. And the question will be can the Bills score enough points to keep up with us? Because we are going to <laughs> score. You know, put the hammer down, we're getting 30 plus in this game. The question is can Buffalo? 30 Buffalo plus. Can score? Yeah, you you're running out the gimp squad at wide receiver. No, you didn't. Really good, those receivers I think it's are so funny, they 30, don't scare anybody. And they're all, like, hurt. <laughs> they might make
1: plays, but, like, it's but, so but weird. I don't think it's
2: going to be a route. I think it's going to be a game that's going to come down to the last couple of possessions. It could go either way. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, tight game. I think the Jets win it 30-27. to 27. Uh, That's my pick. I think that it's a game that people are, are sleeping on. It's going to be an exciting game. But I think that Buffalo secondary is going to get – You know, we're we're like Mike Tyson, punching you in the mouth and knocking you down. That's who we are. That's what we do on offense. And Buffalo is going to come to learn that very quickly. Question. uh,
0: (laughs) I I have a question. and And this is actually a really determining factor in which side I go on. Because I can be swayed either way in this game. It's a lot of points for Buffalo, six and a half. Is safe space Sam's therapy peacock traveling with him to Orchard Park? Is that allowed in the building? I'm not even going to
2: dignify that with an answer. Well, I I need to know so he doesn't have a mental breakdown on the sidelines. Sam, the hammer of the Bills, doll, uh, uh, is going to have a great game. The Jets are in the second leg of a free money six and a half point teaser. Uh, I don't know how you could play it any other way. So tease them up six and a half points. So get them up to 13. Uh, uh, yep. this, are he, you
1: betting the team total here or the
2: over in no, this he, he, he the over. You th- mentioned the it. Over is this thing's up up the the over Jets are going to get to the over anyway. You got the I'm Jets not, over I'm 30. Not comfortable. I'm not a good over under better. I have to say that's not my milieu uh, <laughs> You're not, a good not my met- to begin with. It's not my metier, but the jets are probably be being asked to, to score take- it, the, over.
1: the jets are probably being asked on the team total for what? 18 points, 17 points. Probably yeah. That cool. might be 16 over and, that, and a
2: that, half. Yeah, it be less over. than that. That'll be over before the two minute warning. It's 40. Half. Yeah. 16 and a half. I'm,
0: did you just hear that? Then why don't you just bet that instead of betting this ridiculous teaser? Just put all your money on that, and you'll, that parlayed with the Eagles team over, can't lose. He's if got the Bills it before- defense
3: sucks,
2: just bet the, the Jets team total and be on your way. I think Paul's very nervous about the, the receiving talent that we are going to be attacking. My,
3: my biggest concern is who does Tredavious White cover yeah that's that, you guys don't have a legitimate number that's, one
1: that's a good point like he's gonna be yeah. like
3: they're just like ah, just stay on the no, right like whatever jabroni like that, lines up over there you got him
1: in games like that it's annoying when you have like an elite corner one against a team that actually doesn't have a top receiver, because you can just take White out of the game without really losing anything.
0: Exactly, yeah. That that's an advantage mm-hmm. for the Jets by being so shitty. No, I, I agree. Scores. No, I, 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 Tim I,
1: I, can't even see that; he's
0: blind. No, but I think the move here is like if you want to bet this game, bet over Jamison Crowder receptions. He's going to catch like thirteen balls in this game. I like
1: he the Jets. Have a very nice game. I like the Jets. That's a. That, it should be within a touchdown this game these two teams play Tight it's teams. like the 13-12 stupid game hopefully the jets don't need a touchdown on the winning drive like to go to overtime and they're just like down 4 and i can cover without them need like accomplishing anything
0: well, then you got to watch out for old sammy picks
1: cuz that's what i feel like this game is going to be like the bills win 17-13 like 197 16 standard yeah. Bills Jets. I'm taking six yeah, 20, and a half.
0: 2014, 16, 13.
1: The Jets might win games. this game, but I don't see anything Tim's talking about as some like air show going on. No,
0: I I think that the that the Jets are very live in this game for the sole purpose that I don't think there's going to be a lot of points. That's just going to be close the entire way. Then whoever gets the good break ends up
2: winning. Now nah, we're going to be great. We're going to be great. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I, I'm,
0: not, I'm very. I, I was wrong about. I was going to take the Jets. I, th- like, I think it's too many points, but hearing him talk about this, I'm taking the Bills. The Bills are going to win like 35-0. No,
1: but honestly, Pat, you know how this works. He just cracked a Diet Coke because he's too amped up. <laughs> this is exactly how it works. Your ideal scenario literally is a, like a, fl- a flawless week one victory, and this guy comes in next week Super Bowl samming up the, the show again. Because we've been there before, and it was glorious.
0: It is pretty good when the Jets, like, route week. Well, remember yeah. when they beat the
2: Lions yeah, on that's Monday right.
0: night?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, 16-0. and 0. Let's go through the
0: schedule again. I don't see a loss. <laughs> MVP. Well, we got
2: the Niners next week early, and I'm telling you, we win this game. Uh, the Niners, we could knock them out, too. The Niners, <laughs> we, we could be in good shape. We get this. Everything starts for us if we get this win. Things begin to unfold. I mean, you get this win. You get the confidence. Some tough games early, but you can start punching them out as you go down. But we got to get this game. I think this game is, you know, it sounds silly because it's the first game. There are 15 more games, so it can't be that important. But my goodness, is this a hinge game for the season? Because this will just catapult us uh, forward. And so, yeah, I'm really confident. I'm really feeling good about it. Buffalo does have good players, but we're better and we're going to win. And I just know it in my gut. He's a very hungry man, The gut rarely
0: lies. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm probably not going to bet this game. Like I said, I like Crowder over receptions. That's probably the bet I will make if any part of this game. Next one. Oh, Tim, I know who you're taking here. Miami at New England. Minus six and a half for the Patriots at home. 42 and a half is the over-under in this game. Teams favored by at least six points with an over-under below 45. Actually won 88% of their games outright last season, which... It's kind of crazy. You'd think that with unders and a spread of uh, at least six points that there wouldn't be as many blowouts. With thinking because just with the same logic that I tried to apply to the last game, where you know if it's going to be an under, it's probably going to be close. That just hasn't seemed to be the case. But Ryan Fitzpatrick starting for the Miami Dolphins, Jeff, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I feel like it's a good thing it's if good they want to win, but they could also you could throw nine picks.
1: That's a good thing. I think it's a good thing um because two uh like first live snaps as a dolphin fan that would make me nervous that should happen naturally i am taking the underdog i'm taking the points it's a lot of points so is the coin i i think you play this either
0: way like i don't think that this this line is right because it's right where it feels like you kind of sway either way on it but We don't know what the Patriots are going to be like, both defensively, because like half their players opted out because of COVID. And then with Cam at quarterback, maybe their offense is better. it should be better than it was last year, because it wasn't very good last year. That the Patriots could be really good or really bad. I have no feel for it. I tend to believe in Cam Newton. So I'm going to take the Patriots minus six and a half. But if you're feeling like this is going to be a close
2: game, I think the Miami money line might be the play. Because maybe New England just sucks. Nah, I don't think so. I think the play is Patriots minus six and a half. Patriots are my survivor pick. I oh. think trying to curse them early, huh? <laughs> no, no. I just I don't have any faith in this Dolphins team. I said so on the show. Uh, I don't. I, I think this is bad news for Tua that he couldn't win a starting job against Fitz. What are you uh, talking about Qubies, the, guy, the, the guys, other ca- QBs in this division who started Week One in their rookie year and played amazingly. So the idea that Tua had to be protected, I'm a little I'm a little dubious about that. Uh, are, are you dubious uh, about you, Jeff's quarterback too, who's not starting? No. Well, they. Well, honestly, I think if they'd given an open competition, he would have had a chance to win, but I don't think they gave an open
0: Was there an open competition with two and Fitzpatrick? Wasn't it uh, the plan always to start
1: Fitzpatrick? I mean, how could Dewey there be hurt? an open competition? There's no rookie orientation. Well, there's a
2: camp. There's a camp. There's training camp, and the coach can make a decision. In this game, I just think the Dolphins are threadbare in a lot of important ways. Yeah, the Patriots have lost people on defense. But the Patriots are not, Patriots ended last season with an embarrassing loss to the Dolphins in Foxborough that ruined their season. Another revenge opportunity right out of the chute to put the Dolphins right back in their place. I think the Patriots will be hungry for the game, uh, and I think they win it. I think the Patriots have something to prove this season. Without this Brady, uh, a new f- uh, face, a new image, uh, I don't know how long it persists. I said this team would be a seven or eight win team. I think that's about right. But this is a game I expect them to put a, a good foot forward and to uh, squish the fish. Give me uh, the, like I said, Patriots. Uh, we're going to take them in the uh, survivor pool only because there's no other team I really love this week in terms of survivor. And you're teasing them down to pick them, I assume. Of course. Why wouldn't you? All right. New Can't lose that.
0: Oh, he's really trying to curse the Patriots here. It might work. Cause I, I'm going to take the Patriots minus six and a half too. You know the Dolphins were nine and seven against the spread last year, despite being, like, the worst team in football for four weeks and not covering any of those games? Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Flores? And you have the the Flores factor, too. He knows this team. How does Belichick play against, like, former coaching staff? Is it, like, split? It uh, used be he used to be pretty really good. I think well, he does pretty but good. but
1: I, I bet it's been worse. I just... I don't know. I see a week in a really close one-score games that yeah. obviously could get blown out late, but...
0: I kind of like Miami this year. I, I do think they're a dark horse to win this division. I guess it would start here by knocking off the Patriots. Maybe the Patriots aren't very good. And then it feels like all things are equal in that division all of a sudden. Anyway. Oh, here's a fun one. Seattle at Atlanta. Is this the best game of the early slate? Like the actual, like best viewable game? It should be entertaining.
2: Yeah. like you, you Packers turn- Vikings. I think Packers Vikings has a case for it.
0: I think both these teams could be better. I don't know what to make of Atlanta here, but there are one and a half point dogs at home against Seattle. Again, West Coast team coming early, but it's the first game of the year, so that probably doesn't make a difference. 49 is over under in this contest. And let's see, what, what fact do we have about this game? The Falcons are 10 and two outright over the past three seasons when they are home underdogs and score at least 23 points. And their implying team total is 23 and a half. This week. Uh, so that looks good. But Jeff, this usually comes down to like what we like to talk about with Atlanta. How do you assess Seattle's defense this year? Is it going to be the re- regular Seattle defense where they just try to bruise people to death? Because if that's the case, they're going to win this game.
1: I like Atlanta. You like Atlanta? I think at home versus Seattle, uh decent spot for them. Kind of expect Seattle to have a typical Seattle season. And I'm not even that high on Atlanta for this year. But I think, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's a good spot game. I think Atlanta's going to come out and get them.
0: I'm just really curious to see how that defense looks.
1: Len is healthy. I think it'll at be okay,
0: but not that impressive.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. you you you, first, you, yeah. you
0: have a as many Seahawks fans have pointed out to me on Twitter about Tim's just natural bias against the Seahawks. Yeah. Now that the Jets own their pick, like you had pointed out, yeah, that he's just going to pick against them in every game this year. I think Seattle wins, so I'm going to pick Seattle minus one and a half. I don't think it matters road, West Coast, Russell Wilson's just. The best player in this game
2: it does it certainly does matter probably more this year than ever before because teams are flying later ever than ever before uh, they're not going in in advance to sort of get ready they're like leaving as late as you can uh so if any year it's going that's going to matter this is going to be the season and there's already a pretty good track record that it does matter uh you know you got a falcons team that plays well at home a seattle team that you know I think it's okay, but not that great. You've got an Atlanta team that's pretty healthy. Atlanta team that's got some continu- That's got the same continuity Seattle does. I don't know. I think that uh, it's a home dog. It's. Uh, I feel really good about the Falcons in this game. I expect them to win, and the Falcons uh, Falcons are, are a darn good team. I expect them to win. So, if you expect them to win, are you putting them on the teaser? No, because I'm already getting plus one and a half. And- but but it's free money. Free? You expect them to win. I gotta leave room for my super lock and another pick that I really like can't have them all on I told you I had to be discriminating about leaving certain teams off there are so many candidates I can't believe like you, those... I can't believe you feel this confident yeah. in so many of these games I'm I trying... do I, I this is like one of those years where the academy awards you know has more than 10 pitchers they want to nominate for best picture but they can only nominate 10 like some years you only get five or six this year like there's so many games I love this week uh and maybe it's just because I'm really hyped for football I mean maybe that's part of it and I appreciate my own biases here but I really love Atlanta in this game. And uh, yeah, but I'm I'm not putting them on there because just other games I love more.
0: What Atlanta defense do you expect to see? The one from the first half last year or the one from the second half last year? Because it's not like they got remarkably healthy overnight. They just got better all of a sudden. I just don't know how they slow down the Seattle offense. The Seattle will do the thing where... They just turn around and hand the ball off to either Chris Carson or if he doesn't play Carlos Hyde like 88 times instead of just throwing it to Metcalf who no one can cover or Lockett, who no one can cover. That should be the move against Atlanta. I'm just curious about how they're going to try to attack them on offense. I just don't see how they slow down the Seattle defense or Seattle offense. If Seattle just wants to go back and check with Russell Wilson. That's me. Seattle minus one and a half. Chicago and Detroit. Tim's Detroit Lions. Stafford's going to be MVP. They're favored by three at home. 44 is the over-under, and the Lions have won 12 straight games outright when favored at home against a divisional opponent. And eight of those wins have come by at least eight points over those 12 games. And the average finishing point total has been a shade over 46. So that would lean Lions and over. And Lions big here, but Trubisky, strangely enough, in his career, the only team that he is good against him, the Detroit Lions. Like, actually the only team he's been good against.
2: Well, they've been the worst of the teams he plays the most uh, over the last couple of years. So that kind of makes sense, right? I mean, you're just thinking about it logically. I think I, I like the lines in the game. I'm not like gung ho about it. I actually think it's a very fair line. I think it's uh, I think it's a really strong push candidate uh, for week one, but I will take Detroit at home, healthy Stafford's rested from an injury. And uh, you know, last time we saw Matt Stafford, he was lighting the world on fire. So I, I, I appreciate and respect the Bears to, to a good degree. I think they made the right choice, by giving Trubisky the keys to the car for one more year. I, I, I would have done the same. So would you. So would anybody, I think, reasonable. But I still think the Lions should get this done. They have a little bit more skill on the front end. So give me the Lions in a game that I don't know I'm going to watch a whole lot of.
0: Yeah, this, this seems like the auxiliary TV game of the early slate. Although I guess Las Vegas, Carolina could be that too. I like Chicago to win. Me too. They have just, all things being equal, the offense in Detroit is better. But if Trubisky can play like semi confidently, maybe they can keep up on the scoreboard. And I just really think the Bears defense is a lot better.
1: (laughs) I like, I like Detroit. I'm sorry. I like Chicago. I don't love the game. Um,. I don't know. I do think they are the better team. I think the best unit in this game is the Chicago defense. If Trubisky is competent, but they have should, eight, but Detroit is Adrian it Peterson. Should be enough. There's just such a a public perception like stink on the Bears. They're the butt of all the jokes because
0: everyone bet them to win the Super Bowl last year. Tim picked them yeah, to go to the and, Super Bowl,
1: and they screwed up the draft pick. And I don't think it's even fair to like put Mahomes on them. I mean, I guess you could put Watson on on them. But they're just the butt of every joke. Like, even during the NBA playoffs, it's like, oh, the Bears passed on Luka Doncic. <laughs> Damn, whatever. Yeah. So give me the Bears. Uh, they'll try to wipe some of that stank off. I understand why they start with Trubisky, because they feel like if you start with full... Starting with Trubisky is like, this is your last chance. And, and when if you pull sucks, him, it's over. You still yeah. have something. Yeah, that's right. At least, like, by him not winning the job, that indicates you're freaking done with this guy. And then if Fool's isn't good, you're like, well, now we got to put in the guy like we pretty much know we're freaking done with. So here's your chance, and when you suck, we have a guy. Don't suck on Sunday because I might bet you the Bears. I don't love anything like Tim, but I actually might bet this game. Yeah, I actually I, I kind of like Chicago plus three. So does the coin. The coin is on Chicago plus three.
0: Nah, next, it doesn't watch the game. Next one. Well, you just said you're not going to watch this game either.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't watch any of the games, so I don't respect the coins' opinion on anything.
1: I've only picked one favorite, and it's the uh, the the Colts.
2: (laughs) Green Bay in
0: Minnesota. This game is in Minnesota. Two and a half is the spread. The Vikings are favored by forty-six is the over under which Packers team are we getting here? Uh, when I talked to Pizzola, we actually brought up the Packers as a really curious case from last year is that everyone really wanted to pile on to the Packers against them because they were just such a fraud team. They went 13 and three, but the overlying metrics had them being like a seven and nine, eight and eight team. But as he pointed out, it wasn't actually smart to go against the Packers because Vegas was their, making their their odds were, as if they were an eight and eight team. But this seems like, I feel like the Vikings should be bigger favorites.
1: I'm high on the Vikings for this season. I like the Vikings in this game. I might bet this one also. Yeah, it's not prime time,
2: so the Vikings could win the game. Kirk Cousins can win a game if it's not in prime time, so I'll give it. Also, I'll take the Vikings, too.
0: if If people didn't know uh, I was listening to the, I put up the the new Custy Awards are out. Those dra- dropped over the weekend. You can find that up on Mayo Media Network. But earlier on the weekend, I released the first two Custy Awards. And in the very first Custy Awards, I actually went back and listened to them, which really cracked me up. I suggest everyone go do that. But Tim said that when, it was right when the Vikings signed Cousins, that Kirk Cousins would
2: never win a playoff game. Tim, you were wrong about that. I was wrong about that. They got a fluky win against the, uh, the the Saints when they had spent the entire year calling that exact play pass interference 100 times out of 100 on review and didn't even review that play. And then afterwards, the referees agreed. Or the NFL said, yeah, we really probably should have reviewed that play. That the Saints got screwed on the year before in the title game. So, yeah, you're right. Based on pure luck, the Vikings did get a win last year. And then they got crushed by a good team when it came down to the business end of the season. But yeah, and Cousins, is, if I if memory serves, still has not won a primetime game because, uh, you know, when the lights are the brightest, he plays the worst. But this game's at two o'clock. It's an afternoon game. They should be getting three. They're only getting two and a half. So there is a slight bit of, bit of value on the Vikings. Ipso facto, I'll take the Vikings.
1: What's the deal with Cook? He's going to play, right?
2: Yeah, I, there's a few circumstances here. Like, I want to
0: see the injury report for their wide receiving core, for one thing. I want to see if Delvin Cook's actually playing. Although, Delvin Cook is better than Alexander Madison, but I don't think it's a huge loss if Cook doesn't play, although he tears up the Packers. Then Madison is perfectly fine to put in, put in him, Tim, and the Boon King, and all of a sudden you're good to go. Or Olison, the other guy, Yeah, he plays for Atlanta. Oh, I thought he
2: played for Minnesota. Yeah,
0: I thought he played for Minnesota. Oh, maybe, m- maybe maybe why don't you watch these games? Then you'll know who plays for who. Yeah, fair enough. Uh sound like a coin over here. I know. What, what do I got here? The Packers were three and one outright when being an underdog last season. The highest win rate among teams that were weak or that are a week one dog. So maybe just the Packers have the good mojo. I mean, if it comes down to the classic circumstance of just bet on the better quarterback, the Packers do have the better quarterback, although cousins is not nearly as bad as Tim seems to believe cousins is very adequate and he can win. I'm
2: very confused as to why Vegas didn't hang a full three for the Vikings I think it's because people uh, like I, to bet the Packers they do but this game should always be this is like a Raven Steelers game this game always comes out at three when the both quarterbacks are healthy and there aren't like massive reasons uh, not to have it that way so I'm very suspicious I I almost think it smells so bad you should take the Packers, but I'm going to be a dum dum and take the Vikings. It's a round of Vikings, including the coin here on the show.
0: The Las Vegas Raiders. I got it right. I didn't say Oakland. At the Carolina Panthers, Matt O'Doyle rules. <laughs> Coming in, new head coach. Teddy B. In the place to be under center. Three point dogs. At home. Three and a half point dogs at home. Sorry. Uh 47 and a half is the over-under. I think the Raiders are garbage. So I'm gonna take Carolina at home. I Carolina was like adequate last year with Kyle Allen. Like, no matter how bad Teddy Bridgewater is, like their offense still move. They have McCaffrey. The Raiders' defense sucks. Maybe they can yeah, score a bunch of points, but like they've had a bottom five. Ad-
3: okay.
2: Didn't want to coach the Jets because their team stunk too much. So he went over. The I game. never wanted him anyway. So no, yeah. let the, let the Panthers have, them. now I like the Panthers this season. Uh, but I think that Gruden is, and he proved last year to be a better coach than a lot of people were giving him credit for. So I'm, I'm very torn here. Uh, I think the, the line is the right line. I think, you know, if I were to you know, close my eyes and pick the line, I would have said the Raiders by three and a half uh why but, I, honestly why are the ravers raiders favored in this game at carolina i don't people like the a bad team it was a very bad team last year and they've had a lot of change and turnover and you really don't know who you're getting this might be the team you know the least about perhaps going into week one than any team in the nfl uh just I, who knows what that offense is going to look like with a new brand new coach and a brand new quarterback uh you know new receiving talent other than mccaffrey like it's it's it's, it's a it's a real potluck with what you're going to get from that team So I get why the, 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 the the value or the, uh, the minus three and a half is on, on the Oakland, but I'm going with Carolina three and a half point dogs at home. Wouldn't bet it. Wouldn't tease it. Don't love it, but it's a principal play. I'll take when in doubt, I'll take a home dog. I just like Carolina to win this game. Like I, I worry
0: about their defense. I actually don't worry about their offense too much. Like, yes, McCaffrey is the best offensive player in the league, uh, non-quarterback division. Eh, even I guess Michael Thomas is probably better. But like DJ Moore is no slouch. Tim's Boy, former bomb squad member Robbie Anderson, now on the team. It, I like looks, him. it looks like Ian Thomas is gonna play with that foot injury, and you still have Curtis Samuel as a gadget guy. Like the Raiders have had a bottom, I think, six defense each of the past six years. Like they have a bad defense. They're gonna give yeah, up points. But he-
2: You also pick against the Raiders almost every single week on this show. That is one of your biases to bet against the Raiders. I I actually went back and looked at this. I picked the Raiders six times in sixteen weeks last year. Yeah, so 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 most so you know ten times a year you don't pick them. It's not often. I
0: mean. That's gonna be the trend for a lot of teams. Usually I pick teams all the time and don't pick against them a lot of time. Like you you're you're making it seem like I went, oh, I, I picked against the Raiders sixteen times last year. Which I just don't true.
2: think you like them. I, I I just feel like you have a, a I just buy I it. just don't think that they're very good.
0: They were eight and eight against the spread last year. They were one and three against the spread as favorites. It just seems like it's if you say it's going to play a factor for Seattle going to Atlanta, being on West Coast, playing an early I picked game. On Carolina. Sunday, I, I I know, but you're giving me heat about the Raiders here. Like, I just think. Well, you Kansas asked how is the number I, that I, way, and I, I gave you the case. I, I I don't get what the case is. Your case was you
2: don't pick the Raiders. I, that doesn't sound like a case. No, continuity, good head coach, uh, a team that does have a lot of weapons still, and a, a, t- and a team in Carolina that, that the league and the betting markets don't respect yet. I think it's a lot of people saying, we don't know who Carolina is, we don't like them. We know who the Raiders are and that that's good enough. I think that's why the number is there. I mean, if you really think the number is way off, then you probably definitely should take the Raiders. That, that, when in doubt, that, that actually is the play. But I'm going to take Carolina without much confidence.
0: Yeah. Like when I wrote down the games uh, before looking like just like two weeks ago when I was just really hammering down on NFL prep, I had the Carolina favored by three in this game. So I like Carolina a
1: lot. I don't really have an opinion. I'm going to take the home team. You guys both are strong on Carolina. I could see it. But he's I'm not, not strong
0: on Carolina. He's just picking Carolina. Well, I
1: don't think, yeah, they're... Yeah, I don't think he... they're going to have a good yeah. season either. Uh, so even them getting off one and oh, I know you seem to be on them to have. I a... kind of like them too. I think just not... gonna... I think they're going to score points.
0: Like, I don't think their defense is good, but they get to the quarterback, which if the Raiders are going to get credit for anything, they have a good offensive line. So it will mitigate this. I mean, 47 and a half is the over under. I think it probably goes over you Yeah, points I think it's in a this game? game.
2: Yeah. I think it's like a 27, 24 Raiders win. I think
1: they look good. I, I don't know for all the talk of how worried I was about like the new coaches. I'm actually seemingly betting all of them. Hmm. <laughs> that could be a problem.
3: Could
0: be. Maybe you'll reassess when it comes down to it later yeah, on in the give
1: week. Me, give me Carolina. Yeah. All right.
0: Round of, Car- round of Minnesota, round of Carolina. We're getting on the same page we're, here. We're going to the afternoon. Oh no, we are not going
1: to
3: oh. the
0: afternoon just yet. We have to take a quick break for an interlude of. Cust Corner? Cust Corner,
3: it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. he has got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. It should be President of the United States, but it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner. He-
2: he- 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 he. Tim, you got anything for us here? I had forgot to prep uh in particular um I don't know what do you guys want to chat about? is there anything in particular you want to want to no, ask you about?
0: usually you come up with one to- one mini topic for cuss corner as we go through I mean this. I
2: saw on the Twitters yesterday just as I was sort of perusing it that uh that tenant only made 20 million bucks that's concerning. I'd like to go see that. Tim saw. he loved it, yet said he didn't
0: understand a second of it. I, I found it to be perplexing, so but then I also I'm not going it. to get it. Yeah, but it's. I mean, like Inception. Inception makes no sense. It's still a very enjoyable movie. Like it's a fun experience to go watch.
1: I don't want to have not a clue what's going on. But you know what?
2: That's okay. Some of his movies are like memento. You can't understand the first time through. Okay. You know what? Like,
1: I actually feel better knowing other people don't know what's going on. It's a worse feeling when like the people around you get what's happening, but you don't alone. It's like when you talk about hard putting, it's like, well, it's hard even for the good putters. putters. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah like... Really fast greens,
0: like really fast greens and really slow greens in golf mitigate yeah. the, the problems. It's the <laughs> average ones where the good putters will really go. Paul. Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, Since he doesn't really have a topic, I did notice that Tim retweeted uh, a tweet from somebody that says, making fun of chain restaurants is classism
2: disguised as cleverness.
3: If you'd like to explain yourself.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think that in a far more pithy way sort of sums up what I believe in a better way than I said it. I mean, a lot of the people who, you know, if you say, what's the best restaurant in your town? And you say it's Chili's or you say it's Boston Pizza or something. Yeah, people and people will be like, you there. have bad taste. Or where well, the like, hell you know, do you live? Down, yeah. like, <laughs> what what, what <laughs> <look> backwards <laughs> shithole do you live in? <laughs> Thank you very much. This is exactly the classicism that we were talking about. The idea that one you know, class of people are just better than another because, oh, the, the types of people that like to go to chain restaurants are the the rubes. Uh, you yeah, know, like you. Uh, the people who look... You know, that opinion are people looking down on the common person who this.
0: This from the same person who says that if you buy a $75,000 Mercedes, you have not purchased a luxury car. You've basically basically purchased a piece of trash. Yeah. You just have bad taste. That's That's all you need to say. This just sounds like people with very bad taste not knowing where to go to properly eat that's just the problem no it's an attack against middle class values in
2: a lot of ways no it's, it really not. Is. it's, it's yeah, really not it really is it, it, it's an, it it's really a, is it's amplifying bad taste is all you're it's doing it's a broad side against what people like what people can afford in some cases and what Yeah, people... tim you know what better things tend to cost more hate to tell you again classicist better according to whom you know who decides what the delicious meal is the chef who makes it or the people who eat it uh, it goes back to Aristotle. Like, maybe it's the mass that decide what's better and what's worse. Listen, I like, think there's a case of the,
0: the general person is a fucking moron. So, well, that's what you say. No, they but are. We live in an there, there, world. there is an, an average intelligence, right? Right across the board. And some people are at the very, very high end. You don't get too many people like the very, very low end, pushing the average below that line.
2: And if they love Applebee's, good on them. They can go there. I'm not going there. No one said that you had to. But you would do well not to look down your nose in public. At who do also, don't about. tell me what to fucking do. I'll look down my nose at whoever the fuck I want. didn't say you can't. I said you would do well not to. So no, I will do well to do whatever I want. I'm going to go to better restaurants than that. You're welcome to do. I have no objection to that. I have an objection to people who uh, get themselves into a bunch and look down at people who make different choices but but no but no one is actually looking down on something you you
0: feel you
2: feel like people look down on you
0: because you know you're making the wrong choice
2: no they are there's a sneering meanness to it which is not conducive to a healthy society with black like that this is the same person tim
0: Tim was driving down the road the other day and had to pull over because he was too triggered that kfc painted itself green for pant Plant-based oh. chicken, because <laughs> why cl- would they have that on the menu? Who would ever want that? Obviously, there someone was a wants cl- it,
2: Tim. I drove by this green KFC and I had to stop the car. I was flustered when I saw this. I couldn't believe that they painted, like it's one thing to have plant-based food, whatever, I think that's dumb, but whatever, you know, maybe there's a market for it. It's another when you paint an iconic restaurant <laughs> from red and white stripes the bucket with the green on there to advertise this pig and a poke nonsense popcorn chicken, uh, you know, plant-based chicken, like, who is that insulting? the fans, those of us who know and love KSC and are going there for the regular food. I don't need to see plant you know Why, you, Tim, 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 stuff, you don't you don't need to buy it. I don't need to buy it, but you know when you when you paint your restaurant green, what you're saying to me is the food that you used to like isn't good enough anymore. We're not interested really in catering to you and the things that you like and the traditions that you care
0: But they are catering to you. It's not like they took stuff off the menu. You can still order whatever the restaurant.
1: So what? They trust you so much that they still have your old favorites. You will return, and now they're going to just try this different approach. Try
2: to appeal to some more people to make some more money. money.
1: Rattled. Pulled over.
2: I did. I I mean, I was close to stopping where I was going anyway, but I, I made sure to stop. And I was like, oh, my God. I cannot believe that this KFC painted itself green. I was incen- like incensed about it. And I then I forgot about the it manager. in my shopping and left. And then on my way back, I saw it again and forgot that it had been painted green and I got <laughs> upset a second time. Less this time because I knew it. but like, I still got upset again. It's like I can't believe it felt like a virtual slap across the face. KFC That's what it sucks, felt like.
1: So me. don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh,
2: how dare you look down on KFC, Jeff?
0: See, you can either side with us, who eat at good restaurants, or Tim, who gets triggered about KFC.
2: I'm not a classicist. I'm a Democrat at heart, I suppose. Don't you? Br- I believe in the common wisdom of the common man. Don't you brush your teeth with bottled water? Yeah, Desa- it's all oh, about only Dasani. Only Dasani. <laughs> no, oftentimes I'll use the water from the water cooler, but no tap water. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't like tap water.
2: I don't even like using Britas. You know, that is, uh,
0: were you this triggered it. when they, when they changed Colonel Sanders, to like Megan McCarthy or Melissa McCarthy? No, because,
2: because the, the, they were all actors. So what was the difference? It'd be different if the real Harlan Sanders were passed up for somebody else, but he, he's long since deceased. So how do whatever. you think, how do you think he
0: would feel about this?
2: I'm sure he would be rolling in his grave if he knew that KFC was selling plant-based foods. That's one thing. Again, you want to put that on your menu. I don't have to buy it. I don't have to want it. But I can tolerate that. I'm a man of tolerance. Oh, yeah. What I cannot abide is when you paint my restaurant green. What are you doing to me? Do you know how upsetting that is to some of us that want our normal chicken and our I like things the way they are, and that is the way that, that they should stay. I don't need to have it painted green for some like pig and a poke thing that you're just gonna have to change six months later when nobody buys this stuff and you get it off the menu. How dumb is that gonna be? Like, I should consult for these places because I can tell them what they want. Just like how all these Diet Cokes are gone now because with the aluminum shortage, only the top-selling flavors are available. And none of those crazy Diet Cokes are out there because they weren't popular, like I always said that they were. Again, time and history prove me right, and it's it's frustrating. me. I guess we had something to talk about. I didn't even think about this, but now I'm incensed.
0: Imagine being this upset about a KFC changing colors
1: at a local near you.
0: I thought you were working on being less triggered this year. You realize am, it's a like, coat of
1: paint and it's, it's, it's a freaking a ad campaign. So? Do you know they actually got rid of Finger Licking Good because it's like anti covid I did see that. Well,
2: I get that, though, for the time being. I I, I understand that yeah, you got it. So you, they can't
1: things. just be green to show that we now offer alternatives yeah, for now this movie?
2: Yeah, know are marquee. Put it on
1: the marquee, but people don't know that. Like people, KFC is so iconic. You and look it at it it's like, oh, it's for green. something. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That it, they really need to go above and beyond to let people just say, okay, I'll try this.
2: And then as soon as they did, Jeff, people shocking. On Most places KFC
1: after. doesn't have the reputation started... with the rest of the world as it holds with you.
2: People <laughs> started attacking them on Twitter right away. By saying, well, do you clean the fryer oil every time you cook these chicken, uh, popcorn chicken? Otherwise, it's not true vegan. Or it's like, even when they try to satisfy (laughs) this hipster millennial crowd, even that's not good enough for them. So it's like, I hope KFC is happy with the bed that they've made. They've upset the true fans who are never going to leave them. And they're not going to get any so, anger comfort from well, the people they're trying to bring in.
0: If they've upset the true fans with the qualifier that you just put on it who are never going to leave them, what the fuck's the difference?
1: <laughs>
2: well, do they want to, like, hurt our feelings? Yeah. Like, you you know what? They do don't
1: it. care. You're going to buy their product anyway. Don't the Jets hurt your freaking feelings all the time? Yeah,
2: but they don't mean to.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: That was good. Let's jump into the afternoon slate. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tom Brady, Tom, terrific. The old man himself is a three and a half point dog at the Superdome. Forty nine is the over under in this game. Leonard
2: Fournette's on the team now. How could they be stopped, Jeff?
3: How could they just say before Jeff starts be
2: stopped? I want to say thank you to Jeff for not unfollowing me on Twitter, even though I picked Tampa to win the Super Bowl.
1: You're lucky. I gotta really like you. Uh, I- I'll just give me the Saints. I don't know they. I Tampa can get to the playoffs and be dangerous and I'll eat my words, but I don't think September might be as kind to them as people like just assume it will be. Do I wish I had to lay this hook here? No. Should I maybe shop FTN bets and find where I won't? Maybe someone doesn't want to have to make me lay the hook. Cause everyone loves Brady. He's got the three <laughs> touchdowns to Gronk. The receivers in him will be on the same page. There's gotta be a book that thinks that, um, so give me New Orleans, but for the purpose of the show, I'm going to lay the three and a half. Hopefully I don't have to when I actually look to make the bet.
0: I, I want to see what the odds are between three and three and a half. I bet you get three and a half around even money where you're probably going to play and, minus 20, minus you know what? Minus one twenty five for the three. But here's the thing. The saints are two 12 and two outright in their last 14 games with breeze under center in a home game with a total of at least
1: 49 points with
0: eight of those 12 wins coming by at least 10. I think they wax them in this game.
1: To your point, this doesn't feel like one... Like, Tampa could win whatever. You'll eat it. Am I shocked? It's an NFL game. Yeah, it's an NFL game. I can be wrong. Brady's great. I acknowledge that. Um, But to your point, this is probably not the half point to worry about. It's not like... uh, a Ravens Steelers game or or, or that, that
0: Raiders Panthers game where yeah. I feel like the hook in that game is like really big, yeah. And yeah, or, or even the two and a half with Minnesota, yeah. Like if that's three, awesome. I feel like that's a little bit different. Two and a half, yeah. Here so we go. Give me, the, I g- feel like give me the
2: Saints, yeah. I feel like the team that will be the least advantaged, or should I say the most disadvantaged, by the lack of fans and home field will be New Orleans uh essentially they thrive not just on a fast track indoors but in a ravenous crowd they haven't got that anymore so you take a tampa team uh premised on speed and precision and you give them perfect conditions to line up against you and you have no fans in there uh i don't think i think that is not the advantage for the saints that it ought to be and so i think three and a half is a too big of a number i'm picking tampa i think tampa will win I mean, two years ago, we saw a much worse Tampa team come in against a much better Saints team and destroy all of. Totally our, different uh, dynamic. Uh, you cannot uh, totally bring that band.
1: dynamic to this yeah, one. Uh, the you, suicide you, game of the week. Do you know why? Week? Though,
0: do you remember who picked the New Orleans Saints as their suicide oh. pick of the week that week in week one? Who was it? Jeff Jim? and I. Jeff and
2: I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me join. We him, both did. But yeah. He could not just fall on that, that
1: just on that sword by himself there. Well, that's why game. I
2: remembered that game. Why Jeff got upset because he remembered that game because we both got destroyed on it. But anyway, I, I think my point stands. I think the Saints lose the most from the lack of fans. I Tampa, disagree. I don't think okay. that the fans matter whatsoever. I, I disagree well, with I that, and I'll tell them, you why. We have, we have evidence to show that it does. I believe. Do just I, like how Seattle so great at home but actually aren't. No, no, but we have evidence in all professional sports to show that crowds actually do make a decisive difference in football games when it comes to penalties that are thrown or not thrown calls that are made or not made like there's hard evidence to suggest this and. The Saints, I think, are the team in the NFL. Where, that where are you finding this most? hard?
0: I, I want to know where you found it's this hard. It's been
2: evidence. around for a long time. No, it's his, I, I,
1: perception. It. It's his uh,
2: perception. It's his. perception. It's been uh, around. He's turned you into reality. It. Where is it? Well, I'm not going to answer that. No, no. I, I was looking at it years ago in some uh, game theory. His stuff. perception
1: like, is reality. Yeah, and Tim I don't think it's true. No, no, um, no. This stuff
2: is true. No, you live your truth. This is
1: your truth. I will and say, no Tim, you can make a joke about it, but I believe. For the home opener purposes, even the Detroit Lions are disadvantaged by this. Everyone would walk out to their home opener to somewhat of a ravenous field. Even the Chargers, who wouldn't be their fans, there would be fans. Like <laughs> yeah, next week, they, yeah, they'd play Kansas City next week. The, the stadium would still be filled with people like they're watching them play. To your other point, I don't think fans matter for the players. I think fans matter from what I've seen in some of these other sports. They matter for the refs. Someone's yeah, got to the be there. Keep, thing someone's got to be there to keep these these guys accountable. The, and the,
0: are you saying that they need an accountability? I feel like Tim okay. would be a good accountability. buddy. Um, the point is that yeah, home home fans teams do get calls because of. Fans. I'm just gonna take the better team. I'm gonna take the Saints, who are the better yeah, team but, playing at home. Yeah. The one thing that I do, the Saints worry have about, three
1: quarterbacks better than the Bucks as it pertains to 2020.
0: That's. I mean, Brady could be
2: great. He really could be. Okay, but with these weapons. mean, Hill is better than Brady. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. That's a hot take. Really, then? It's a a Jameis Winston
3: revenge
0: game.
1: You know, you could cauterize a wound with that take. I wish Jameis was playing.
0: Here's the problem the Saints and the Rams were the two best teams against the spread last year, and the Chiefs. They were all 11 and 5. It's hard just because the market becomes really efficient. And it's hard to consistently be a great team against the spread. Even if you are a great team, eventually the spread will adjust against you. Like the, you know, the almost 19-0 Patriots, eventually at the if, end of the season, J- they stop covering. Okay,
1: let me just ask this one. Taysom Hill was really unfair. If Jacoby Brissett was starting for the Bucks this week, what's the spread? Five and a half, six, seven, what? Six. Eight. Eight. I'm taking the defense
0: is any good. It's not. They have a good run they have good defense. Front seven. No, they have a good defensive line and stopping the run, but you know what? Stopping the run doesn't matter.
1: I like new Orleans. I think you're actually, it's hard to get value on new Orleans, but I think because of what Tampa now represents, there is value on new Orleans. And I agree with your point. Screw the half point. Yeah, if they're going to win, win they're going to win. Yeah. If they're
0: going to lose, they're going to lose. I feel like if they're going to win. They're going to win by double digits. If they're going to lose, then it's probably going to be a field goal game and bucks are going to cover Arizona at San Francisco. This line is lower one. than I thought it was going to be It's San Francisco by seven at home. 47 is the over under in this game. But just looking at last year with Cliff Kingsbury, who I was when I was listening to the Cussies, Tim hates Cliff Kingsbury, called him a fraud, should not be an NFL coach. I thought he was like pretty decent in year one. But in 2019, uh, there was an average of 57.5 points per game in the two games that these teams played. These were high-scoring games. Like, the Kingsbury offense got to this defense with the way that they were able to up the pace and really get going. Now, Cardinals defense couldn't stop the 49ers at the same time, but it's not like San Francisco has this dominating defense. They're going to shut down Arizona. Just through tricks of the trade, it feels like Arizona's going to score points here. So I like Arizona plus seven.
1: This was one of the only one of maybe two games last year where Jimmy had to win it. And he did. And he did, late with a couple late big plays. Uh, I guess the Super Bowl would have been one of them. Uh, And the game, (laughs) and the crazy game, I think they played in New Orleans. We made a ton of plays. That that was the greatest game of the year. Yeah, I'm with Uh, you, Pat. I'm taking all the points. What was the greatest, Tim? The last game of the year. walking off their kicker.
2: No, that Seattle San Francisco Sunday nighter to end the season. That was oh, the greatest. Miami
1: game. Jets,
2: <laughs> eight field goals for freaking. No, hey, the- you know what? I don't care. We deserved. It. I'd have carried that kid off the field too. You kick seven Bengals- field goals. Bengals Jets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which I called by the way, never got the credit I deserved for it. Uh, the Cardinals are the player. here, no, no doubt no, no. in my mind.
1: Didn't he? That was the week where he like guaranteed. He literally said their season was a cakewalk. And they lost to the Bengals the next week. Now we're seeing he called it in some reverse weird way.
0: Yeah, that's what he does. He's, he would not. You know what? I retract my statement about him being a good accountability buddy. Because he, be, he can't hold himself accountable. Because he lives his truth.
1: The Jets won a game Whatever the Whatever he week thinks before, right now is
0: what has always existed to him.
1: He was on such a high that they're about to now run a table of games. They didn't even get going versus the winless Bengals. That's how so, I remember. So good, though. Uh, Carolina. Uh, sorry, Arizona. Arizona. Too many points. I'm into everything that's going on there.
0: Are they going to disappoint us really badly this year? Because I, I'm I really like the Cardinals. probably nine six and one against the spread last year too. I'm ready for the
2: Niners to let me down. But You picked Arizona on the teaser. No, no, I'm talking about this season. The more I've thought about it, the more I'm more worried about San Francisco. I think San Francisco is probably going to be fine. I just uh, they will yeah, be a I lot like know. there'll be a lot like the Rams last year. That, that that would be a real disappointing season to miss the playoffs after going to the Super Bowl. That's what a lot of teams who lose in the Super Bowl do if you're not in the Patriots.
0: Yeah, I know. You ready? Primetime, Jeff? Not really the prime time game, but prime time for you. You got dance your dance romo. You got your one o'clock game, and now you got your four you got your one o'clock team. You got your four o'clock team. <laughs> I don't even know why this is a four o'clock game, but it's the Chargers at the Bengals. The Bengals are getting three or they're... They're plus three and a half at home. 44 is the total in this game. It's actually down, dropped down to 43 on the live line. Jeff, you were so confident in this game mm. like a week ago. Then Derwin James goes down.
1: All summer from the moment the but schedule does, came out. How
0: many points is Derwin James worth? It's not like the spread changed.
1: No, I don't know why it's still three and a half. It's like the books know the Chargers are going to win but actually might not cover because the money line is exorbitant. Exor- I, I mispronounced that. But it's like minus 180, minus 190. It's freaking ridiculous. And I got to use FTM bets. I got to find that three points.
0: You're that worried about the half point with the Bengals?
1: I'm a little just worried. You,
0: you were talking about how they, you know, the defensive line is just going to blow up this rookie. He's not ready for the No, it's everybody. Smoke.
1: It all had to do with Derwin being <laughs> there, my ability to call it a casket match. <laughs> do I expect the Chargers to win? Absolutely. Am I going to like guarantee anything? No, it can't guarantee anything. Our best defensive player isn't there anymore.
0: Bose is not the best defensive player. That's how amazing Darwin is! I mean, when you have a sample of three games, it's just like how Hunter Henry is the best tight end in the half game he's ever played.
1: He's amazing, too. <laughs> and he's going to be really good.
2: Tyrod I mean, loves a tight end because he's reason. not good This is the stuff things. I say and you yell at me about.
0: I am yelling at him. Uh, I'm, I'm making s- fun of him for this tip. <laughs> I know it might not sound like that in your warped mind.
1: No, I... I don't know what you're asking me. Yeah, Derwin James, I think, is better than Joey Bose, makes it incredibly tough to game plan against. I, well, it's actually really what...
0: easy to game plan against because he doesn't fucking play.
2: I w- said yeah. I was happier today. McVay doesn't even know his name. That's, that's uh, how bad it is.
0: Yeah, why even need to learn if he's not going to be on the field? I can't believe that you think Derwin James makes that big of an impact in this
2: game in particular. So, I but- will give Jeff his credit. The second that the injury happened, he immediately called the casket match off. This is not revisionist history. He said it right away. So I believe him when he says it. And he's the expert. So if he says the Chargers should still win and cover, I'm taking but him out. Now he's, on he's
0: scared of this half point against the Bengals with Joe Burrow.
2: I will take I will take the Chargers and I'll take I'll take Jeff's advice. Do we are you even taking uh, the Chargers? Are you too scared of this half
1: point? No, we're gonna kill him. <laughs> See <laughs> No, we're I don't know, but we're gonna kill him. No, I don't know that we're gonna kill him. We're gonna win and I'm forced <laughs> to, to take this game. Uh we could still hurt the kid. I feel like he's in, a, in an unfavorable spot. Um,
0: the Chargers were three and six when favored last season in the outright market. Only Arizona and Cincinnati were worse when they were favored. But they did own a plus twenty-eight point differential in those games.
1: But now they have Tyrod. Better or worse, do you think than Phillip? Worse. But we might win more games, so it's not better. Better. It's wait, not wait, better.
0: I mean, it's not better than like vintage Rivers, but if you're comparing this year Rivers to this year Tyrod, who do you feel better with as Chargers quarterback?
2: Don't make him choose between his one o'clock now team that and his Derwin. Four o'clock team.
1: Now that Derwin is gone, I just want you to make fun of me for my rookie. To be honest. Oh, Saint E. Pears yeah. chicken?
0: Like, like once that October guy sucks.
1: You want to <laughs> talk about someone who sucks? He's worse than Darnold. Once October comes, it's just your bit. Once October comes. You really think you don't even you don't even think Herbert's gonna be good? I don't have a clue. You were so How like, could we know? How were,
0: could we you know? You so did not you want them to take Tua. You were pumped up, and they end up with this jabroni who's probably never gonna play a game.
1: Well, it's not like they passed on passed Tua.
0: On. They could they could have moved up to get him if they wanted him.
1: Could have traded Derwin. Wouldn't have cost him anything. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I said it's like we lost Jamal Adams but didn't get the draft picks.
0: But Jamal Adams wasn't all that good anyway, according to Tim.
1: <laughs> he was really good.
0: He wasn't good as Derwin. He was really good. But he's he, not as good as this guy they got back, McDougal. two first what's so funny, yeah, so first funny first is he,
1: um, a couple months ago, Jamal Adams was not even a debate better than Derwin James. And No,
2: yeah. best best defensive player in football is what Tim said. You may, but you give me two – no, I would never said that because you I didn't a say to best player. Defensive player. Uh, if
0: you, Evan, if you're listening out there with your photographic memory, can you please send me the time
2: code for that clip? Thank you. But if you give me to really the two first game, overall picks.
1: Honestly, I'm upset because if Derwin was playing, this would have been the biggest bet I ever made on a football game. <laughs> Casket <laughs> match, Undertaker-Kamala, SummerSlam 92, Wembley Stadium. Was that
0: when the British Bulldog yes, beat Bret Hart for the yeah, Intercontinental title? It was, it was a main great match. Yeah, good match. Tim yeah. doesn't
1: know. <laughs>
2: Yes, I used to wa- I still have those yeah. rubber figures from the early 90s. I'll, I'll, those are, I'll from, let you those are actually from the late 80s. Too. The, the events Some of them started, are from the late 80s. I have the, all of them. The opening
1: match of that card was Legion of Doom versus Money Inc., I want to say.
0: Or Demolition. No,
1: demolition I was like 11 was gone
2: years old. Then. I loved wrestling.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm upset the casket match is over. I don't know. I don't know how to just stand here. I'm not like saying what Tim is saying. I think Hunter Henry is really good, though. Okay. I mean, he has a hard time staying healthy, like a lot of Chargers.
2: Over/under on the amount of times Jeff will pick the Chargers ATS this year on the show. 15 no, every, and time. A half. Every, every, every time, every time he's picked them. Every every time we've done the show, he has picked. The Chargers I don't pick
1: against them. I have to make I a pick against pick on my the team game.
2: sometimes. Well, I'm trying to do something.
1: Uh, you're trying to you're trying to curse yourself or reverse curse it. I'm going
0: with the Bengals at home, three and a half points. Maybe Joe Burrow's awesome. A, he is awesome. And maybe he's a lot better than Tyrod Taylor is.
2: Burrow's going to be the real.
0: And like you said, with that three points, if Taylor plays the way that Taylor normally plays, you grind this game down, you make it close. Maybe it comes down to a field goal at the end, of that half point does end up playing a factor, and the Chargers win by three or something like that. I like, would prefer I to bet card. it
2: at three. I forgot to mention the Cardinals are on my teaser. Oh, God. So the Cardinals. Tease them up to 13 and a hook.
0: 13 and a half. All right. So you guys are all taking the Chargers, coin included. You like if it was three,
1: what would you take? I take the Bengals. You want a bit? Well, never mind. I'll just worry about that elsewhere.
0: I'm just gonna take the Bengals.
1: I just don't think the Chargers are the Chargers are fine. And maybe that
0: defensive line does give Burrow way too many problems, but I think the Bengals have the better offense, if
1: nothing else. Kyler, Ky, Kyler Murray. Okay. Is a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Kenneth Murray is going to win defensive rookie of the year. What, what are his odds on that? Like 18 to one. Okay. Linebackers make the play so he could fill the box score. Yeah, get, Derwin get is stats. out. He'll be the sexy statistical player. It's really hard for corners. If obviously there's a defensive lineman, if Chase Young puts up some sack numbers, could be hard to beat, but take me, more, take me on that.
0: Sunday night game. Another game that I will not be betting. I I wish I was more
1: excited. Right? Like normally like week one, I'm real
2: excited. I am.
1: Good. Good. Someone is.
2: Okay. Sorry. Love this game. Sunday night game. Dallas
0: at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams three point dogs at home. 52 is the over under. The fun stat about this game in the McVay era. The Rams are a perfect seven and zero outright in games with a fifty over under that are decided by six or fewer points. Obviously, the spread in this game is three. If Vegas projects it to be a high scoring close game, the Rams win those games. I'm going to take the Rams Sunday night, home dogs. Let's go. I hate having to lay
1: three here for the Cowboys. Yeah, and I hate that America's team. And I hate that I'm not going to be able to watch Tampa New Orleans.
0: (laughs) You just have another screen.
1: I no. No, Je- no, 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 I
0: I understand where Jeff's coming from. You guys are fucking losers.
1: I am. I am. I am. <laughs> Come watch at the bar with us. I am. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. I think they're being undersold this year. They're not being
0: undersold. Everyone's so high on the Cowboys. You know how people feel about, like, how Tim thinks people feel about the Jets? People actually feel that way about the Cowboys. I don't know
1: why I'm having a hard time seeing that, but I I like what they got going on. Give me Dallas. I hate the Rams this year. I made a big bet Rams under 8.5. Yeah, but you hate the Rams.
0: I I don't like the Rams either, but I think that they cover this game. I think they win this game outright.
1: Very possible.
2: I, too, am taking the Rams, but I remember that... week 15 16 whatever it was they put these two teams played in dallas and dallas destroyed the rams Uh, and that's when the rams were clicking so these teams aren't significantly different than what they were at the end of last year so that's worth uh worth bearing uh some some consideration of and as to why i wouldn't put the rams on a tease so uh but you know normal week i probably would because that's how much i like them but i'm not because you know i've got to be discriminating in a a week that i just love them you
1: know what it's a real lost opportunity it's a lost it opportunity to set the stage before everyone wanted to make fun of the Chargers and having no fans. I, no, one, disgust, no, no, I, no one wants I, on. to make
0: fun of the Chargers. No one cares about My, the Chargers. Let me talk.
1: <laughs> this game, it would have been the first game in this new building, the $6 billion albatross that Stan Karanke's paid for out of pocket and cries to the league every day about.
0: Fortunately, it has like another like fifty billion. So it's when awesome. you
1: are, when you're like wife owns Walmart, what's six billion? <laughs> um, that entire stadium would have opened ninety seven percent cowboy fans, and I I wish we could have seen it. That's all. All right, let's go to Monday night. Steelers, the return of Grand Ben
0: at the New York Giants five and a half. It's now up to it. open at five. It's now up to five and a half for the giant or for the, uh, for the Steelers. So home dogs for the giants, 47 and a half is the over under in this game. And I, this really feels like a big swing either way. Like the money just keeps piling towards the Steelers. Like when this game was a week ago, it was minus four. Then it was minus five. Now it's five and a half. I think I like the giants. Uh, not necessarily to win, but Daniel Jones good in garbage time. Yeah. He's like the What's king. The
1: he is the king of garbage time. So I'm starting to like Daniel Jones a lot in you, fantasy. Oh, Daniel year.
0: Jones fantasy, like him and Minchu, like they're the perfect garbage time quarterbacks. Like they might not be good in real life and lead their team to wins, but yeah. they, they, they run, they pile They're going to have ample opportunity to pile up garbage time points because the defenses on their team are fucking terrible.
1: And can I just make a, I mean, I, I could be very wrong with this because one of the players was first overall and I'm actually not predicting this. I'm just saying maybe it is possible. Um, as we discussed in our season preview show and maybe even earlier today, Pat, everyone like loves Kyler Murray. I think all three of us love him. We're excited. No, Tim hates him. Yeah, Tim Kingsbury. doesn't like him. Sorry. No, it's not true. I've come around on him. Most, oh, okay. Well, most not people true. are excited about that in Clingsbury. Yeah. And even, you know, if you're not, I mean, Cardinals don't have many fans, so it's just entertaining as a football fan to see what goes on there. And he has got big Vegas liability for MVP. That opened really high. It opened it
0: at like 125-1. Yeah, and then and 80 closed, and 60, and people crushed it.
1: Yeah, people crushed it. They see a lot of Lamar Jackson trajectory year two doing a lot of things. The expectations are low enough where when you're amazing, it actually feels more amazing because people weren't really ready for that. In a poor man's world, can Daniel Jones not, I mean, be the year two QB that actually breaks out? I'm not predicting it, but there's so much hype about I, Lamar doing it. And there's not like a thought about Daniel Jones doing it, which I, is probably fair, but
0: I, I would say, I mean, if you go back and look at what scouts actually said
1: about and I'm not these, saying MVP, that's I, like, no, a no, big... no, but,
0: but to not be terrible, to be good, yeah, to be like really good, be like, like whoa, this like, is like everyone, everyone, Goff was good in year two, and everyone was like yeah. stunned, including myself. You know, he's actually probably closer to the guy in year one than yeah. he was in the year that he was good. I think Haskins is that guy, okay? Hask- yeah, okay. Haskins was rated as a much yeah. better quarterback than Daniel Jones, okay? The fine. Giants just took him higher, like.
1: Might just—I I feel just, like I like a, the weapons in New York, though. To make sure, Jones but maybe good.
0: like maybe they're both. They just take a little bit of a leap, and then all of a sudden, both these teams are kind of undervalued. If their quarterbacks are like semi competent, I just listen. I think that Ben's going to be fine. I think the Steelers win this game, but. I'm going to wait on it, too. Like The closer this gets to Monday, if it's already climbed a point and a half, I don't see it stopping now. People love betting the yeah. Steelers. People think the Giants suck, and they're probably right.
1: And it's going to be a ton of – it's a Monday night, the first week of the season. People are
0: chasing losses for Sunday. As,
1: as I've told you off-air, on-air for years, I have so much respect. Watch the show with Pozzola. Uh, he's such a disciplined better. Yeah,
0: don't bet the game just because it's on.
1: That's me. <laughs> I know. Monday night, I'll just bet Monday night football because I love betting football. And I'll have to pick a side in a game I don't even feel that strong about. But I'm not disciplined in that sense, so I will bet this game. And I'm probably going to bet the Giants. And like you, I should probably wait on it. But I think the Giants might actually win this game outright.
0: It's week one. Crazy things happen. Like, there's a lot of, just historically, week one, week 17... Just because you don't know who's playing in week 17, for one thing. But in week one, like you don't have an actual gauge yeah. on what any of these teams are yet. There's going to be like three or four big The upsets. Jets
1: blew out the Lions week one. I know the Lions suck too, but I, yeah, I don't know. Week one, when we're in the nitty gritty of like November, December, who's good, who's bad, we've seen a lot. We're going to laugh about some of the results from week one. You do every year.
0: We're going to laugh about it next week, and I want to see how <laughs> influenced these spreads are. Let's remember what these spreads were. Next week, when there's just a huge overreaction in the market to something, yeah, Pittsburgh's a five
1: and a half point favorite. All of a sudden, next week they're a five and a half point dog because they lost to to the the Giants.
2: Giants. Yeah, my favorite example from last year was that the Niners and Bengals were a pick'em in week two. Uh, Crazy, right? And weren't the Bengals and
1: uh, I I guess the Ravens were a bit of a favorite versus Arizona week two.
0: No, but like the the Niners were, I think, dogs on the road in Tampa week one last year, then a pick'em with Cincinnati in week two. Crazy, yeah,
1: crazy, crazy. And that'll be the case this year about a couple teams. Yeah, we'll can, we got
0: to sniff out who that team who is actually good in and buy into them early and hammer them the first four weeks before the actual value catches up. I think, think it could be,
1: be Chicago. I think it could be Minnesota. I like Minnesota. I picked them to go to the could NFC be the Jets. title
0: game. It's not the Jets. Spoiler alert. They might have the first pick. And <laughs> Narrator. Draft a, draft a real quarterback. <laughs> not this year. the Jets. It,
2: uh, Tim, doesn't like, Tim doesn't like when Denver.
1: people talk about it, but the Jets are like the fifth team on the board for first overall pick.
2: Yeah, well, okay. well yeah, we have Seattle's pick. Of course we are well no but we have two picks of course we're that high to have that pick because we have a better chance of getting a higher pick with our own NCL. right i'll give you that, that, spin. I'll give you that, that, that spin, spin
1: i'll give you that that's quite the spin i'll give you that that's quite o'reilly the spin. factor no uh, the spin giants zone. are
2: the leader in the clubhouse for super lock for me uh, i love Ooh. the giants here in the spot it's a play against pittsburgh where it's a play on the giants
0: and it's funny because uh, I, I like Pittsburgh. I have them going to the AFC title game this year. I just think this is a. And if this spread does get up to six, six and a half, k- maybe even seven by well, kickoff, long it ri- just feels like a, it's a potential upset spot. First game back, Ben with like Juju and guys that he's never played with. And then just the backdoor potential here with garbage time Daniel Jones.
1: We kind of yeah, already. This is a
2: game where, learning from Pizzola yesterday, the best way to wait for this line is to wait till Monday at six o'clock. Yeah, if you want to bet Pittsburgh, bet it now. Correct. And if you want New York, because it sounds like we all do, wait. Actually, if you wanted Pittsburgh, you should have bet it last week. Probably. <laughs> but those of us who like New York would do well to to wait. And that's the way we're gonna but anyway, I, I will take the Giants. And, uh, I think uh, the Giants are probably gonna win. And I will say And of both, course are on the teaser. Both of these oh. Monday night games.
1: Someone might lose one of these games ugly as as I made the comment you said Pittsburgh, like they lose this game. You can't wait to bet them next week. Do you remember, I think the first year we did this show, the Vikings were a heavy favorite versus the 49ers. They lost that game on Monday night, the doubleheader,
2: and then they literally
1: ended up being the best ATS team in football that year, because I think for two months, that primetime week one loss... (laughs) stuck in minds and we we're getting amazing numbers that, that every
0: was, week. That was the first year I was on TV and I had my super lock segment on Gabe's show that year. Oh, just I, lo- I locked in the Vikings six consecutive yeah. weeks and they won. They covered the spread yeah, six yeah, yeah. consecutive weeks. They were like 9-1 and one ATS after 10 weeks after that game. After that crazy. game. So
1: Pittsburgh loses this game. Let's like just commit to Pittsburgh, commit to Pittsburgh for a run week? of Pittsburgh. I
0: like it. I, I like our new strategy on some of this stuff. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> last game. The late game on Monday night. Tennessee at Dan- Denver. Denver favored by a point and a half. It's two in some spots. It's one in some spots. This
1: one's kind of all over the board. There's a blizzard. Shefter reported to, to today. Tomorrow, yeah. A blizzard is hitting Denver this week and oh. is remaining apparently.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. We are recording oh. this in full disclosure Sorry. on Monday <laughs> evening. This game is next Monday evening. If I open up my <laughs> weather app and look at the weather for tomorrow, it's going to be fucking wrong. Like Sorry. I'm not putting too much credence into, and maybe the blizzard hits. I'm not talking. I'm going to bet it like right now, but at the same time, like give me
1: a fucking break. Okay,
2: fine. You're right. <laughs> this happens though. I was in Calgary uh five years ago. We had a blizzard on Labor Day. So that the Western Rocky Mountains. Were you actually there,
1: just a... in the airport, or, or were, no, you, no, were you no, just I was living? Were you,
2: there. were you there like through Google Maps? No, I was living there at the time. Uh, we had a blizzard anyway. Let's get to the brass tacks here. I think this is probably the game of the week. I'm really excited to watch this football game. Uh, team that went to the AFC title game last year is a team that I think is the t- could be the Titans of this year. Teams no one's talking about that if we blink in January and they're in the title game. I wouldn't be shocked, although I don't have the, the guts to, to pick. I think Denver is uh, pretty markets. popular
1: as a team. That people uh, the, line is,
0: the line is moving towards Tennessee. It was at two, then one and a half. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you can find it at one minus one in some places. I love Tennessee in this game.
2: I like Denver. I like the altitude. I like, uh, I like Locke. I mean, I'm, I threw a dart earlier in the year saying I really like this Denver team. So in their first close game, it would be sort of foolish of me to not pick them. And so I'm going to pick them uh i'm really excited for this game i think this could be back and forth uh tight well-played football the kind of football i like uh and it could be a lot of fun
0: coin is going with tennessee uh denver two and three last year is a favorite team not greatest favorites I, and don't... I think tennessee like it's really striking to me and i'm usually one that gives tennessee no credit because i hate fucking titans but It's a a roster, man. That's a a roster. They're a better team. Looks like Clowney's going to play, too, on Monday night. Who, I saved this, by the way, on my phone. Where is the text? From Tim Andrikus? Can you please read that out loud, this text I have from him?
1: Tennessee signed Clowney? Whatever. I don't really want him. Front seven is strong enough.
2: (laughs) I mean, I stand by that. I never really wanted Clowney that badly like he'd have been a fine addition but like
1: you were so weird. giddy you like were so front seven you employees? were so giddy for the 48 hours you guys were like rumored to get him you no, were so happy i was a
2: little, i was more excited about it oh yeah maybe that, that was, wow. it maybe uh, it was it was actually and
1: i was both <laughs> okay yeah for sure but, it was cuz
2: he was no claiming what? they were going to get them both at one point <laughs> Tennessee could have him I, I never really wanted him anyway
1: I like Tennessee. I'm not as high on Denver as a lot of people are. I think I'm Denver not into is a Drew fine Long.
0: team. I like that their defense is back. Fully healthy, at least at this point, just having Chubb and Miller on defense. And like you said, like bringing Boye in, like I know they lose Chris Harris, but like they should be fine in that sort of transition. But this is going to be like 38 Derrick Henry rushes up the middle. And are they going to stop him? Probably not. Is Taylor they had- hit- Melvin?
2: Melvin has experience playing this late Monday night game. Yeah. His oh, and he's got experience oh. fumbling oh. on the, oh, the goal line. The one yard line line to lose Titans. to Tennessee.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> counter
0: argument. I
1: want this guy blowing up.
0: But I, honestly, I think this really comes down to that Tennessee can control the pace of this game. That's what they do. I enjoy their efficiency, uh, especially on these like deeper passes. I think Jonu Smith presents a real problem for them. But this defensive line for Tennessee is going to eat up this... Quote unquote revamped, but now like oh, opted out they are in big line. trouble. And it, I listen, I think Locke could be good, but I don't think he's gonna be super great under a ton of pressure.
1: Everyone is so excited and assume, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like There's he, a lot of new targets there. It might take a few weeks, sort of like last year. Denver started slow, came along maybe. I'm not really buying uh, them as much as everyone is saying. I like Oak, the rate, the Vegas more than them, and I'm picking them to lose this week anyway. Tennessee.
0: So Tennessee for me, you and the coin,
3: the Broncos for Tim Anderson. Paul, did you have something to say? I just uh, I pulled up a tweet from Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson eighty seven, not the uh, not the other fake ones out there. And it was CBS Sports saying Davian Clowney to the Jets question mark and he quote tweeted it. Please, 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 please. So he did want them as of March sixteenth, twenty twenty. So. I don't know any you have any any anything to say about that Tim
2: well that was like six months ago I've changed my opinions. what's since changed then. what's really changed since then though. I think the fact that he waited to the last second to be signed and teams weren't running out uh, out to get their checkbooks out to sign him makes me think that maybe the experts know a little bit more about his health and his productivity than uh, than I expected and this guy was the first pick overall in the draft and uh Maybe uh, you maybe shouldn't have been. I don't know. So if you don't sign with the Jets, you're not good,
0: Jeff. That's what it all boils down to in Tim's mind. Kirk Cousins, Matt Rule, Anthony Barr, Jadavian Clowney, everyone because no one wants to play for the Jets. Yes, Paul.
3: I just wanted to say I, I think I've lost, like, one of my jokes this year, which is calling the Jets Jeff's f- second favorite team. Yeah, I think it's, it's clearly, clearly now it's the Colts, so it's your it's third, third favorite team. It's true. All right,
0: let's get to the super locks. Feel Feeling fresh. I'm not under 500 yet on super locks. I am going, I have it narrowed down to three teams. I think my three favorites, four favorites on the board, because I actually do really like Tennessee. Tennessee, Washington, Chicago, and New Orleans.
1: We're
0: on not, the same list. D- did man. not think that's where yeah, I would I be here. On
1: that list, let's
0: man. go Monday night. Actually, no, let's not go Monday night. Tim talked about the altitude. If we're talking about a lock here to lock it in, I'm just going to go with the Saints. Minus three and a half at home against Tampa take the better team to win by a bunch that's Tim why don't you give us your super lock I am going to uh, take the
2: New York Giants plus five and a half as we have them right now at home on Monday night but I would advise you wait and take them Monday morning a week from now
1: we're on the same side Pat
2: New Orleans minus three and a
0: half yeah that's a great Brady's
1: gonna make us look stupid isn't he nope
0: no, he won't. Who's your survivor pick? Indy. Really? I know yours is. Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Baltimore over Cleveland. Even if they sneak it through by three, I think they're going to win this game. I would take, maybe I should just take Casey. Casey's going to win. I know we all picked Houston to cover, but Casey's going to win that game, right?
2: I don't know if you want to be playing that game of I'm going to pick one team to cover, but then not p- and then but then pick the other one in survivor. I don't know. It's, that seems like a, a game you play as an expert in these things. A game you play in like week 15 when you're running out of bullets, not in week one.
3: All right,
0: I'm gonna agree with Tim on that one. Uh, Tim, can you recap your free money six and a half point teaser for us, please? And once again, people, you need to know that Tim Lifetime six and seventy one on his free money teasers. Also, don't I haven't pl- lost also, one. In- also,
2: don't play teasers. And if you say you haven't lost one in 2020, that is false. <laughs> I haven't lost one in the 2020 season. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're gonna connect the Philadelphia Eagles to uh, plus a half point the New York Jets plus 13, the New England Patriots to a pick the Arizona Cardinals to plus 13 and a hook <laughs> and the New York football giants up to 12 and a hook bet the farm win three farms. That, that pays three to one. Does it touch over plus three Oh seven. So a touch over three and one. Oh. They'll do it on the Pat Mayo
0: experience. Tim, are you going to go buy a package? And buy the betting tools package at FTN bets and or FTN daily or both and get in the draw to win said package.
2: By yes, into because I expect that the winner of the Astrowagon zero 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 one will be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you use code Mayo at
0: Ftnbets.com or FTN you get yourself a discount and you get into the draw to get a free package of either of them. Just screenshot them to me after you buy them and we'll be good to go. Jeff Feinberg, thank you for being in the studio. Ready.
1: I wish I had Tim's like gusto of confidence to bet the slate of games.
2: You don't need Tim's gusto.
0: Do you have your like your three games and may you make your bets on those?
1: Yeah.
2: Feeling good about week one. Usually I don't, but this week I'm just locked and loaded. I don't know why. I just feel it. And uh, as a rule, when I trust my gut, I succeed. What are you succeeding? What would, evidence would you have of uh, success here? Things go right for me. Make, when, it's when I second a triple and third and fourth guess myself that I get into trouble. It's like when I'm on, I'm like, it's like when I'm on the golf course, when I like a shot and a club, when I switch to a different club or a different shot, it always screws me up. If I just stick with my gut, eight iron, one thirty or one forty five, that then I never make a mistake. Oh, maybe there's some wind. I should pull the nine. Maybe I should choke down on a seven. And no, no, go with your gut. You succeed. Got any PLs already? I'm looking
3: at a few.
1: All right. Are you still buying those, like, scratch tickets? Yeah.
3: Are you still, like,
0: pulling it off and just winning with your cherries? (laughs) I never played those. (laughs) Yes, you did. I like the crossword one. I like the crosswords. I like the crossword. uh, If If people don't know, Tim is the guy who goes up to the counter at the, at the like, convenience store. No, he buy, he I'm buy, not he this buy, person. He buys his pack of cigarettes. He gets his DC and like, the one liter bottle. And he buys like 20 scratch sticks. He's like, just scratch the barcode and run them through. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that Give me some person. tearaways while I wait. <laughs> not That's that Tim.
2: <laughs> I don't crave action that badly.
0: I'd like to thank Paul Shaughnessy behind the camera. I'd also like to thank the coin. And for bringing the insanity today, a Tim on the
1: Coast! Tim and August.
2: That's uh, not my name. I thought I was pretty tame today, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it was a very mellow start to the season. It looks like Jeff was going to cry about Philip Rivers at one point, and then Derwin James at one point. Maybe. I recommend that everyone go check out all of the other shows, the Intro to Sports Betting in the description. The intro to DraftKings, in the description. AFC wins. NFC wins. Week one rankings. If you still haven't done your fantasy draft, we still have rankings down in the description. Lots of stuff in that description. Just like the links and the promo code mail to FTNBets and FTNDaily.com. You get in the draws for those packages. The listeners league link for DraftKings is down there as well. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. Like and sub to the show. Tell some friends we can grow the Mayo Media Network. We've got a ton of content coming at you. I'll see you next time.
3: experience! Experience!